3: To the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings 2022, the Open Championship, Final Bets, Weather, Live Chat, and DraftKings Ownership, plus Pivot Plays, live in studio with me is Tyler Tambolini, Toe Tagging Tambo, of Run Pure Sports dot com you guys got a live show tonight where you guys are going to hammer down
1: on the final plays oh yeah exposures player pools roster construction a little bit more in depth but i do love this show so happy to be here with you again appreciate it as always no absolutely and you can catch run
3: pure sports on mayo media network thursday and friday are we going evening? Are we going afternoon? It's...
1: We're trying to get it in so that we have enough time for the people. We want to get it in as soon as possible, but it just depends on some of the scheduling. But both shows are free, as you mentioned, so we'll get it out there, tweet it out as soon as possible.
3: Yeah, you want showdown, you can go hit that up right now. I got some money to give away to the peoples oh, out there. to me. No, not to you. No, <laughs> sorry about you. you have too much money. You're, you're <laughs> Tambo too rich. Don't worry about that. You're playing in the 4044 the 888 <laughs> I I didn't qualify for those. That wasn't good for me. (laughs) So the winners of the giveaway, the number three giveaway, the yearly membership to FantasyNational.com has been won by Jimmy Tweet? T-U-I-T-E. How do you pronounce that? Tweet? Tweet? Yeah. Tweet? Different different way to say tweet. Tweet? Anyway, congratulations to you. Bradley Remp won the official Masters Polo and Steve McNair. Not that Steve McNair. Air McNair, 99 on Twitter, won the cash prize of $500. Thank you all for getting in the giveaways, making this a huge week still. Rate and review the podcast if you haven't done that already. This will get you into whatever time I do the next draw. It'll get you into that. And if we get, like, I think it's 54 more Spotify ratings, and even if you have Apple Podcasts, just open up your Spotify and, boom, five stars on the Pat Mayo experience. I will release Cuss Corner 38 tomorrow with Kenny and Cust, and Kenny tells that story. About yeah. his car at the end, and Cust is mortified.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's excited about that one. I can't wait for it to be released as well. I didn't get any early access, so I'm, I'm cheering for those Spotify ratings just as much as you are. Yeah, something to do
3: tomorrow. Yeah. Well, you're watching the Open, and you're up at like 6 a.m., and yep. you don't want to just, you're <laughs> watching Darren Clark smoke cigs on the coverage because it's just so early. He's out on the, I think he has the early tea time. That's been like, that's been a tradition of the Open. My favorite tradition, I think, being like 4 a.m. Oh, here's Darren Clark. He's two under. Oh, always. Yeah, and then we get. darts. <laughs> there's a lot
1: of guys up at, at that time. Too So we get the Twitter updates from it and everyone's going off about these things, but he will not be there on any day after that. I can tell you that.
3: Yes. Share the show around, please, out there. And you have to be subscribed to Mayo Media Network in order to ask a question in the chat. We'll do the show first, then we'll get to the chat. Smash the like for the episode. Let's get to the bets. Justin Thomas, I got it 33 to 1. Were you following this? I was watching it, yeah. I, yes. I believe it was the each way extra or whatever. Yeah, so it's Justin Thomas, 33 to 1 plus three places which isn't bad 33 to one's not bad so that's where I went with Justin Thomas I bet Shane Lowry at 25 to one I bet Louie at 50 to one with eight placement points if he comes inside the top eight I'm good to go on this front the three bombs that I played mainly for the eight placement points because it was way better than the top 10 odds even with the extra of having the outright odds to go along with it how Tong 140 with eight places the gooch 175 with eight places and thirsty lawrence (laughs) 400 to one with three he's down to 300 to one now but he's 400 to one with eight places gooch plus 260 top 30 stewart sink plus 333 top 30 thirsty lawrence plus 350 top 30 i went with dj in the one and done jeff went with cam smith cust went with john rom he went with mito rom and will zalatoris as he is his three-pack of most undercurse people. I played all three of those together on a to-miss-the-cut parlay. That pays 33-1. to 1 And the boost this morning, Tiger Woods to make the cut, even money. Yeah. You got capped, but either way.
1: <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah, exactly. A hundred bucks is all I could put on that. But I like it actually still. I had it at, uh, 1, at, at 138 before that, so I was fine with that, and I went back to it. Here's the thing. I got money
3: to play around with. I didn't make that many bets because I don't know what to do. I have the the short list narrowed. I can't bet them all, obviously, but I keep staring at the Scheffler number. It keeps getting bigger mm-hmm. and bigger and bigger. It's like Dirk Diggler in his first ascent yeah. into the porn biz, just bigger and bigger <laughs> and bigger. That's what you said, yeah. Scheffler twenty two to one, man. Yeah. So it's Scheffler twenty two to one, Cam Smith twenty five to one, or DJ at forty five or at forty to one. Those are the three that I'm toying around with. I don't know if I want to go two. I don't
1: know if I want to go one. What are you thinking? I'm checking if they took it away because I bet it dropped. What I took when the other day when you took that JT is I took the DJ 55. It's Not at too. 45 right now, but that was with the each way extra is what I had to get it at. Yeah. but. I took that one. As far as the outrights go, like you said, I think the decision, if you wanted up top, is like Rom versus Scheffler, and you don't really like Rom. He's cursed. I think Scheffler would be the case there. You just take him, hope that he shows up, brings that game. He's got your Augusta Lynx narrative that you want. You can bring him across. Uh, but, he
3: also has my phony Texas narrative, too. What's uh, this one now? Huh? Of, of, listen, like, just wide open, windy courses, although... Let's talk about the weather for a second. I'll have all of the final bets uh, tonight in the newsletter. Sub for free down in the description. you will have the final ownership, all the cheat sheets, all the shows, extra content that's in there, plus... That betting sheet uh, when I finalize all of my bets. And I still want to talk through it with you because something might pop in. When we talk, I, stuff pops into my
1: mind. I've got one bet to slide in quickly. Are you on the first round leader train this week or not? Is I'm there, not, but I can be talked into. One right? One bet just to take a shot on. I think this time Tiger not, Woods. No, I have two first round leader bets. One is Tommy Fleetwood. I took at 45. But the one I like more, it's at 80 right now, is Bryson DeChambeau. If, he, if he's going to, I don't think he's going to do it, but if he's going to do it, he goes out early tomorrow. We're about to segue into weather. He'd have the opportunity. He is going to probably, just, if he's going to try anything, I think it's just right out of the gate. He's aggressive or he's not. We don't know how he's going to play it, but I would take the risk at that versus trying to take him at, people are betting him 100 to win the whole thing. Could it happen? Sure. I'd rather just find out round one and nothing like a hot start suits it better. So I like Bryson first round leader. Reminder to everyone: lineup lock for bets and DraftKings is 1:15 a.m.
3: Eastern time. So get your lineups in and play in the listeners' league. For God's sake, there's 800 spots left as we speak right now. Hopefully that fills. I think it will. I think it's going to fill as well. So go get your spot right now so we can you know put some pressure on people to go sign up. The link is down in the description. Three max entry, fifteen dollars to play, ninety thousand dollars of guaranteed rake free money. Best contest on DraftKings. The weather looks
1: good We refresh it again i just refresh I just <laughs> every, every second we refresh it well, let's, All go, right. to, let's go to the
3: super forecast for thursday it looks like gus up to 20 but like hanging out around like 9 12 a little bit later in the afternoon it looks like it's going to get windier up to like 17 constant but i mean i'll take that for an open championship if you're looking for scoring
1: Of course. Yeah. I think that's the good part about it. You see it that way. You know, the course being fast, firm, everything's baked out a little bit. If you're watching the coverage and seeing the guys that are actually over there, you can tell that. But I don't know, like I I don't, I have a different take, I guess, in this sense where like right now to me, Thursday morning looks really good. And, and Friday afternoon looks really good. Right. And, but it's, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, let alone Friday. So all I know is that tomorrow morning looks really good. We just revert back to that. So for me, uh, I'm looking at that. There's also like a long standing going through all those trends this week. There's plenty of them out there. But one of them was like the first round leaders and the guys that are up at the top of the leaderboard are the ones on day one are the ones you typically see at the end. Obviously, weather's involved in many of those years, and that, that's maybe why. But I do want the hot start. So I am interested in building some lineups that way. And like I said, you can never go wrong at an open or anything overseas with wind, where you're just wave stacking some lineups either way. I are you going to play both sides of the waves? Uh, I probably maybe a little bit, but I'm mostly focused right now on the AM. From what I see, just uh, I, again, I don't care even if it balances out to even. I prefer the the morning, and the other reason is too a lot of the good plays are in the morning or the my perceived good plays. Right, Rory McIlroy. Uh, you talk about Justin Thomas, Xander Shafley, Cam Smith, Lowry. Just going through the list, all those guys are out tomorrow morning. So. Uh, I'm we, interested. Webb Simpson, <laughs> there's your perceived good play.
3: I, I think he's on the he's, he's the first guy on the course with Paul Lowry and Min Woo. All
1: right, so we're gonna be up. To, I'll be up tonight watching it. Oh, so. I'll be up too. Who yeah. else? Bermeisters out there. Brandon Wu is out there early. Guido's out. Higo. No, oh, there's a lot of good guys. And then even if you go to the 8K range, the most so the one uh, benefit I would say to your <laughs> question to stacking the opposite side is you would avoid. Some of these very popular, but we talked about Rory, X, Lowry, Cam Smith, uh, Fleetwood, Finau, both go out early, sort of the popular 8K guys. So if you wanted to build some PMAM, I wouldn't have any problem with it. And, And more I think it out loud here, I think I will. Because it's not that... It it just
3: makes you naturally contrarian.
1: Right. You're already just going to get away from the perceived good plays or popular plays. So I never have a problem with it. I just don't know why people do. Like We we looked at it at the players, not to keep bringing this up, but if you go back, it was that we only chose to go to one side. In the end, only 6% or 7% stacked what was, quote unquote, the good side one percent stacked what was the opposite side which
2: was the good side
1: which turned out to be the good side but the point is if you just want to run 10 percent of the opposite side 20 percent of the good side you could still run 70 percent just mashed up and play whatever but i i just don't care enough but what i'm looking at right now and for showdown and for anything you're doing tomorrow in that sense first round leader i i do like the morning because we will be able to be up right to lock to keep refreshing this and see, and you can change your lineups. You don't have to set them now. I wouldn't, but you can change your lineups with an hour to lock if you see something different. You can change it one minute to lock Correct. if you really want to. Yeah, people something. need time. People need a little I, bit of time. I would agree yeah. about that, but <laughs> it people is true. Can do that it if can. they want to.
3: So the weather AM PM looks like there's a slight advantage playing it both ways is probably the move. Yeah, that's uh. how I feel about it. Now let's get to DraftKings ownership for the week. Do you feel like this is going to end up being spread out amongst the popular plays,
1: or do you think it consolidates? Uh, twofold. So I'm uh, going to just answer the question. If you go back to last week, the Scottish show, was very interesting. We're talking like the $25 millie maker for this week. Last yeah. week, the main $20, whatever it was, it was like one person, I think it was Rom at 20% and change, and then like five guys at 19, and then it was very spaced out. You called it on the show last week. It was everybody from 9K and up was like 11% to 15, and then you had your guys eighteen to or, or sorry 16 to 20 But this week, I think we see two separate, right? So I think we'll see Xander separate, and I think maybe Rory up top. uh, Here's the question that I had for you. Yes,
3: Xander is going to be popular. Will Spieth be more popular?
1: It's tough. I mean, I've got them very close, 18 and 21. So it's like, could that swap? Yeah. You know, always last minute you could see guys say, oh, everyone's going Xander. I got to get off it. And that can bring him in a little bit less than he is right here. I've got him at 21 right now. But I'm saying, like you, you could see him, and then you got to wonder about guys like Fleetwood down in the 8K range because they're the values that Fleetwood, just work.
3: It'll be Feenow, Fleetwood, Neiman, Homa. Those four will be the ones. I don't yeah. know how high they get. I up don't here. think
1: they're the ones that get over it. My question to you is I, I think I, Fino
3: might get over 20%.
1: He could. That's to say, just because the price point and the fact that it works, everything lines up. If people are going to put in the AM, he fits in there. Like just situational stuff. But then Cam Smith is always sneaky. He could pop up. And then Rory, I just, we were talking a little bit pre show outside, but I think with Rory. He's the guy that people are going to up top, right? So is it going to be a, a spot where he gets over the the hump as well? Because people just decide I have enough guys that I can play down in that well, slow look at, seven look, look six at that,
3: Look at those stats. How do you not play Rory? Yeah. I'm not playing Rory, mind you, but okay, I, um, just because listen, I'm putting fifty lineups in, yeah,
1: and I'm playing Scheffler instead. I don't hate that. Obviously, you can't go wrong with Scheffler, the way he's been playing all season, everything there. But the Rory floor ceiling, I think, just has to be better here. And at the same time, uh, I will say this. Even at 20 to 20, even if he gets to 25, i wrong, the the price on him is just makes it tough. And if you go build Rory lineups, I don't think very many people are as comfortable as you'd think with the, like, in a high stakes or something like that. So, you know, that's how I like to get different up in high stakes. He'll be higher owned there, but it's like, then you can mix in so many plays at the bottom and you skip that 8K range completely where everyone's going. So... I would say that if you're building Rory
3: lineups, the logical second man in cuz we can say like Speeth, Xander and Fitz are going to garner a lot of ownership, right? Mm-hmm. Playing them with Rory is tough. So I think that Cam Smith is the logical pair that most people are going to go with with Rory.
1: Yeah. I can or see that. Lowry. That's why I said that's why I said Smith can just get popular no matter what cuz you could play a Xander well, let's say this, not take away from what you said. I definitely think Rory Smith is the way to go. I think Rory Spieth or Rory Zander is more popular for sure. See,
3: I, I, I disagree. I think if you look at the two V2s on those, Rory Zander, Rory Cam Smith, I think that Zander is going to be like 20-something percent, but I think people will lead their lineups with Xander rather than pair him with Rory because that's – I just don't see
1: how people are comfortable making those lineups. I am. I, I, you I don't can make care. them very easily, Rory's because I was still going to stick to my same point, which I'm still scared to do in a lot of places. But I'm going to find somewhere to do this where Rory and Xander or Spieth, pick and choose, is Ram Morikawa. And I'm sti- that that two v two is legit this week. And now Ram is coming in lower than we've probably ever seen at any major. He was just twenty percent last week and burned people, and so he's going to come in. Me included. Yeah. Oh, he's gonna he's gonna be lower than than expected. Like it's just the way it goes. He's gonna get more than. Uh, you know, maybe Scheffler at higher stakes, but he's going to be lower than Rory. Uh, people always like some JT. Speth Xander, maybe even just not JT. Speth Xander being right there, it still messes things up. So I would say that, but let me ask you this. The question I want to ask, I think other people are interested in hearing, is what, how do you think people go about their Xander starting point lineups? Where do they go after they pick Xander and say, I'm not going higher than him? Fitz. You think it's Fitz? Yeah. See, so, yeah, I think it's like Cam Smith or Lowry I, or... I, I mean, I think those two are definitely on the table too. If you're looking to pivot
3: off of Xander this week, I think Fitz is the right move over Spieth. Now, I'm not playing Xander or Fitzpatrick. I'm playing Spieth. Mm -hmm. But I think logically, like, if you're thinking it through, more people will do that. It was like, I won't use Xander. I'll use Spieth instead. They won't save the extra money, which is kind of counterintuitive, but I just think that's how it goes.
1: It's definitely probably—I think that's right. I would go to Fitz. I'm with you on that. If you wanted to get off Xander, I I think Fitz is a better— pivot there. So I would just go to him versus go up to Spieth. So
3: what I'm looking at right now, I'm guessing Rory comes in over 20%. Scheffler, Rom, and Morikawa could all be sub-10%. Rom could be, like you said, like 11, 12. Uh,
1: Morikawa is going to be very low. Morikawa might be 5%. Yeah, he's going to be... But Scheffler might be like 7. Yeah, so I I have him at 9 right now, but I think, uh, you know, it depends on the stakes you're playing, but 8 or 9.
3: And I think because of that Spieth, Xander, and Fitz glut, Thomas is like 13%. Yeah. He'll yeah. be the mo- second most popular after Rory, but he's closer to the other guys than he is to Rory.
1: I've got him at 14. Yeah, that so makes we're, on, sense. we're on the same page. Yeah. So
3: I, of those guys, I like, inst- like. I really want to use Morikawa because of the ownership, and I love Colin Morikawa, but I'm going to make that stand with Scheffler instead of him. Yeah.
1: The the Scheffler stand is the best to me up top. It looks the best. It's squeezed between Rahm Rory. <laughs> it's perfect. I'm just saying the Rory floor ceiling and the course that we're at and the experience and all of that – that's why the ownership's there, right? That's why people are going to. They're not going to play Scheffler when it's $100 more to go to Rory. Rory. But
3: the the way that I would assess it is that I think they're about equal in terms of what their chances are to win this tournament. Yeah. So just give me the guy at half the
1: ownership. It's true. And Scheffler's won a lot more times and and a lot bigger tournaments recently than what Rory has. so.
3: So in the 9Ks, we mentioned Spieth. Xander and Fitz, they're going to garner ownership. So is Cam Smith. So is Shane Lowry. So is Patrick Cantlay. Uh, I would say Cam Smith above 15%, Lowry right around 15%, and Cantlay slightly lower, like 12, 13 would be my guess. Exactly where I'm at with it. And then you just, it drops off the face of the earth. Everyone's sub 10% until you get to Fleetwood. And then Finau could push 20. Neiman will be around 15-ish. Homa, 15 to 18
1: yeah, back up for a second. What did you think DJ got to? DJ? Yeah. I don't know, eight? That's, yep, that's what I have. Them. Okay, that's, that's where I'm thinking, like, if you look at DJ Matsuyama Hovland, there are- well, Hovland's going to be like 4%. Yeah, that's exactly the number I have on him. And the other side of it, too, is like Zalatoris is getting squeezed. Somewhat. Yes. He might still be 11 or something. He'll be like 11 to 14. He, he's not going down to like 5%. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, but because of Xander, Fitz, Cam Smith, Can'tley, people getting sneaky with DJ, quote unquote sneaky. And then you've got the guys down the 8K range and the guys above him. You just, there's no way. So Zalatoris is going to be like 11 or 12%.
3: Are we feeling that Hideki is just now not talked about? He, I haven't heard anyone pick Hideki oh, yeah. this week. I've, I've got In terms members. of like winning, anything like that. Yeah, as a DraftKings play, people are in on him, sort of. But just once you start talking about all of the other names, he feels like the person in particular who's good, who's probably a good play, that is getting squeezed out. Oh, yeah.
1: He's getting squeezed out by everyone, right? Squeezed out to live is what everyone's thinking and going with, right? Because that, that quote-unquote fact came out. So we'll see what ends up happening with him. But people say, like, once you're going to live, you don't care. I, I don't know. Decky's 9,100 here, and no one's really playing him. Would you? Who do you like better, Decky or Hovland?
3: Decky. Yeah,
1: I would, I would still play Decky. That's what I have. Hovland is very interesting just because nobody's playing him.
3: Yeah, I, I just, I'm not going to get it. if he If he wants to be the one who beats me, go for it, man.
1: Yeah, I guess that's the issue, right? Is You've got to think about that. The 8K range also, too, besides the popular ones we know. We talked about Fino and Fleetwood. There's lots of guys in the 8K range that you could play and still get unique that way, too. Are you playing Burns? I, I don't like Burns as much. Like I said, that's what I was going to ask you next. I, I still like Louie. I still, I do like Fleetwood, Finau, even with the ownership there. I see. I, I would take Hatton over Fleetwood. Yeah. Hatton's still okay. So 87. I guess Hatton and Louie's kind of a decision. You don't have to pick. You can play both, but. Sure. Well, good chalk or bad chalk, Tony Finau. It's right on the cusp. It's because, look, I've got him better than everyone else in the range and the price goes with it. But, and even with the ownership, it just depends on how high it gets. If he gets to like 25, I think it's bad.
3: How much better is Finau than Connors, for example? Who's gonna be like seven percent owned? That's, I like Connors a lot. I'm playing Connors.
1: Yeah, I would play Sung Jae actually. Okay, Sung Jay
3: probably even less than Connors.
1: Yeah, I've got him less than Connors, and I think he's better than both those plays in on DraftKings based on everything. So if you're playing multiple lineups, then
3: does it make sense? Let's say you have to allocate a certain amount for Tony Finau because you know that ownership is gonna be there. Are you more comfortable playing Finau or breaking up what you would have to play Finau into Sung Jae and Connors?
1: It's going to depend on roster construction for me, but I'm still playing now for sure. Ownership okay. aside, I think you can get, like I'm talking like in the $25 Millie Maker, I would love just to go to Sung Jae and just take my chances. At, you know, he's got a great little around the green game. But higher stakes, you prefer now. I like the floor. I think he's very safe, and I think he has the upside still. And I know now and safe doesn't always go together, but it has at Opens. It has in the past. I, I just, The price is so good at 8400 that I, I do like him.
3: Beyond Homa. Who is going to be popular at seventy nine hundred? Who else are you seeing with ownership below eight thousand? I'm seeing Sheamus Power at seventy four hundred as a fairly popular play, and outside of that, like I don't see any one person sticking out. Maybe Tom Kim, Uh,
1: Power and Fox. It feels like everyone's off Fox now. I hope so. You're there. Oh, I'm back to it. Yeah, like if we we just were talking, like you're not going to play on eighty five hundred last week because where is that? Now they went the other end of the spectrum the pricing was just the way it came out and the way it happened is just the way it is but uh, I'm definitely going back to the, it's now it's more linksy we talked about it's a more realistic style to what he's been used to and I just think anything he did wrong last week he can learn from this week I'm also back to uh, Lucas Herbert underneath at 6900 it's just again he missed on the number in like a embarrassing fashion for himself last week and now you can go back to him too so there, there's guys down here that I'm, I'm going back to from last week Tom Gim I still told you this on the other show previous in the week, I, like when we did it with Raza. It looks really bad on paper when you jam all the ownership to him. He's definitely an extremely good, high young talent. But, but what, what are we thinking the actual
3: ownership is going to be? On? Like 7%. I'm with you that it's probably between 6 and 8. But if we wake up, I mean, we don't wake up, we stay up. Uh, and look at ownership lock, and the ownership comes out. It's like three point eight percent. I'm not going to be super stunned because
1: people don't fucking know who he is. Yeah, just play ten percent if you want. Like I, I don't. I just don't think he's like last week. And I, I also hate the fact that like last week we pegged it at three percent. And now everyone hops on this week. That's like the worst time ever to get after a play. So, so you can use Thirsty Lawrence instead. I do have th- I do have Mr. Thriston Lawrence in there. I think he's interesting. I think, uh, you know, a couple other guys. Is there
3: anyone below $6,500 you're considering using? Because the only one that really sticks out to me is Brandon Wu. And yeah. I'm probably not going to get there.
1: I, I'll, I'll have him in some. We played him on round four showdown last week. We, we like him. And, he you know, he's not bad. So I think Brandon Wu at $6,100. Um, Lori Cantor. Shows up a little bit as another guy, but these are just, I'm not going to play a lot of these guys. We'll talk more about it, but I'm just saying like, I, I think the upper 6K range is loaded. And I think even if you think Ryan Fox gets ownership at 7,100, the, the best thing to do is have him as your fifth man, where, where most will have him as your sixth. Most will have them as their sixth man. You plug in one guy below him, Dean Burmeister with Ryan Fox. And now you've got two plays, and it couldn't couldn't Dean Burmeester be seventy one hundred? Yes. Yeah. He played better than Fox last week, and he's coming into the week. He's got a good history. I, th- I think there's an opportunity there to just do something like that. So I'm just not worried about getting different this week because I think there's so many ways.
3: So here are the names that I'm considering using from the upper six thousand. So I am using Thirsty Lawrence at sixty five hundred. I'll make a decision on Tom Kim a little bit later on. I got Burmeester and Sam Horsfield highlighted. Mm-hmm. Both those guys. Mac Hughes at sixty eight. Stuart Sink, who I'm most definitely using. At sixty eight hundred dollars, Lucas Herbert and Keith Mitchell at sixty nine, still stuck on that because Mitchell looks like he might pop in ownership a little bit.
1: Yeah, I have him close. So I've got him at nine right now.
3: Wyndham Clark is another one that people are really gravitating towards. Game. I was
1: gonna say him too earlier, but yeah. but
3: Hao Tong, I love. People yeah. know that, but I'm using Hao Tong at sixty nine. He's gonna be my last man in on a lot of lineups.
1: Yeah. I I don't mind how Tong at all. Obviously, it makes perfect sense. Uh, I think you talked about betting him too, so I like. that. I did bet him. Yeah, that, that's a good. I like that bet quite a bit, actually, and especially with the eight places and stuff. But you've got um, Lucas Herbert, who you mentioned, uh, Audrey Arnos. Played him last week. Played pretty good. He can score if he if he if scoring's not there like we think it's going to be, or some do, then he can still play the game. I think that's why guys like him and Herbert are both interesting at that price. Uh, Luke List, I was trying to talk to you about this before the show. We got on the show with Raza. Him and Siwoo. we were not in the pool at that time. Luke List is there. I don't like. I, I don't think it's going to be necessarily the same result. But the reason I'll take some chances on him is I do feel like it's a. Miss Price. Miss Price, last minute throw into the field at 6,800. Kind of like Brandon Grace last week, not guaranteeing the same results. But at 6,700, we knew Grace was just a bad price. It was just a mistake putting him in at that it's I know it's little margins here but 6700 could have been 7300 last week and Brandon Grace would have still been interesting 6700 was too little they could have put Luke List in at 7200 and you wouldn't have batted an eye so when you can get a little bit of a break there and it's a guy that I just think can show enough upside so I, I don't hate him I liked your call on Horsefield, I like Burmeister, um Dietry, who I talked a little bit about earlier and then are dude. you playing Dietrich? yep oh yep. yeah are you playing Wyndham Clark uh i haven't decided he's 6600 the thing is dietree's the same price but uh you but know johnny johnny manzel is 6600 bucks i don't like his complete game i like him for the the for the off the tee and the ability to just get it out there here i don't know we talked all week about this but i don't i don't know if that's as important as what everyone's taking it up to be what about Grio? no okay hard pass on Grio chris chris kirk He's interesting. Uh, it, again, he's sort of opposite of what everyone's going for this week, right? He's obviously not a bomber, but if you go to Fantasy National, you check the stats, you look at things like that, and then you just think about how many lineups land at 6,800, it's, who do you like, him or List? For me, that's the only two that I really like. You like, you like Hughes, I know, and that's to be I, Saying
3: he's but- I don't know how much I like Hughes here. I think I like him at a traditional open setup, and I know this is like the most traditional, but... I feel like St. Andrews plays a lot differently mm-hmm. than most of the other courses in the Rota. And maybe that just won't make a difference, and that's what you want to do. But I feel like this style of golf like like I think that Link's style golf is really good for Spieth and Cam Smith, for example. I think it's probably good for Matt Hughes too.
2: Like it, it really, really well could it, be.
3: It really enhances what he does well and puts an emphasis on that. And where you can kind of hit it wherever at St. Andrews long, short, left, right. I mean, MacHughes Hughes can't drive the ball but that seems to be less of a problem.
1: Yeah, I worry a little bit more just looking at, like I said, the footage and stuff like that, The re- like just the stuff we're seeing the last couple of days and, and people are talking about already about the browning and the fast and firmness, that when the guy like him gets a hold of it and it falls into the pot bunkers and then all that stuff that he's got to deal with out there, is he going to be making birdies or is he going to be making bogeys and then finding his way down the leaderboard that way instead of up? So I, I don't know. I think, uh, you know, I, I like the other guys there more. I would probably play like List, Arnaus, Herbert, I'm more comfortable with those guys. The Keith Mitchell one is tough because if he gets that ownership, there's what, too many guys around him. What What do you think the ownership gets to with him? I see eight. I see eight, too. Eight, nine is where I was at with it. So I, And I think eight's better, so I've just adjusted it. But I'm just thinking – uh, again that's like the game theory side of just playing it off that if you think everyone right now here's the deal with Keith Mitchell his his dad and his sister have the local ties and all these factors we're like does that make him play better this week I, I don't know but I don't think so so uh, he still has to go out and play I have you know some interest in him on the season I, I liked him played him a lot made some money with him but I, I don't think necessarily he's good at that that number of ownership when you can play all these other guys around And then we talked there's so many guys in the 7k range too any interest in Kisner I keep hearing him brought up. I know some oh, guys. Do you? No, not like that. I'm just saying like people that I talk to that are interested for sure, based on the, like I said, the fast, the firmest. I know there was an article that came out a little while ago that, that he talked about being able to win at this style of course, like this, this is where he could win at. So again, does that make him win though? No. So you ha- he has to actually go out and do it. And is he capable? Sure. But there's just so many guys. You can't play them all. He, he's played in six
3: opens. He's made the cut in five of six. Where'd he miss? He missed here in 2015. Yeah. If you're digging into that. Sort of <laughs> there you thing. go.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
3: There are some other like randos that I'm in it's mostly in the bottom to mid seven thousand dollar range. I just want to get your take on some of these guys. Wasn't it on Webb Simpson, but Rick kind of sold me on him. And he's I mean, outside of the John Deere, he actually started to look more like Webb Simpson again. And if it you have to like putt from off the green and like weird shit like that, he's sort of like I'm trying to figure out who he reminds me of. I think he just reminds me of Keimer.
1: Yeah, you're thinking
3: Pinehurst, like just... Uh, yeah, Pinehurst, just like, oh, you're off the green. Oh, you just pull out just your putter. Just putt it it's up fine. here and
1: get it in tight. That's why I like Adam Scott a little bit, too, who I know you like. Yeah, I like Adam Scott for sure. I, I just think, um, you know, we, you've got also Leishman right there. I'm good on passing with Leishman. Yeah, Casey. Okay, I'm good on passing. On, I mean, we, had our,
3: we have our Tiger-Casey bet. Yes, we do. I'm using
1: Tiger, by the way. I've decided. Yeah, I'm not doing that. The make-the-cut bet is good enough for me. I don't think... Four days, like I said, I just don't like it's going to happen. So, Rose, yes or no? Uh, No. Gooch, yes or no?
3: Gooch is a hard yes from me. By the
1: way, yeah, Uh, I like I like Gooch for sure. And again, he's another guy that all the stats will pan out on. He's not going to get like the ownership's just not there. It's five or six percent. So. I think he's fine at that price, seventy three hundred. I actually liked uh, Jordan Smith from last week. I'm I got, I got back Jordan, to him.
3: I got Jordan Smith highlighted. Eight consecutive top twenty-five finishes for Jordan Smith. Yeah, Jordan L. Smith, by the way. We're,
1: we're going to see a lot more of him, right? I know I, I talked about this the other day, but he's going to pick up a tour card, and he, you're going to see him. So, uh, I think he's good. And I still like Varner. We, we talked about this the other day. I actually like uh, what we saw from him. He, he took the time off. He went and played with Lowry. In Ireland, like they've shown up at similar courses too. I went back and looked and, you know, sometimes we have like the Ron Palmers that show up at the same places. Keith Mitchell Rory. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's true. I didn't dig deep dive into Keith Mitchell, but with going back to Varner and he was playing the practice rounds with Lowry, it just made me think of those two playing well together. And the most recent time was the RBC Heritage, which also had Speeth and Cantlay and guys like Again, not saying it's even close, not comping the course. It's when they're playing similar styles they, they can put together. So if you think, if everyone likes Speeth this week and everyone likes Lowry this week and guys like that, uh, I think it could be a spot where you see them show up together and pop up again. But Varner, I think, is just fine anyway. He can be, he's actually been a bit of a big game hunter. And the past as well you've seen him at some of these bigger tournaments and these majors show up so 72 not a bad price to take the risk
3: patrick reed
1: yeah i actually he's one of the live guys i've come around on too he's same price as gooch though and i I prefer gooch but i do too doesn't mean i can't use both of them yep you can play them both together woodland what's his price against 71 i think i'm going to use moronk and fox instead of Woodland. I'm definitely using Fox over both of them. Moronk is interesting, but uh, I Well, still... Moronk,
3: now that he missed a cut, he's back down to like
1: 1% ownership. <laughs> yeah, and another guy that just had the price dip, 77 down to 71. He's no good anymore, but he's the guy that beat Fox two weeks ago or before the, that event, so... Peters? Yeah, he's, he was another one there. Him and him and Smith. So Gooch, Peters, Smith, Varner, and then I'll have less of them, but Mito. Those are sort of the main guys down Mito's there cursed. with Fox. I, I know that, but I don't care. Remember last week? Yeah. When he wasn't bought-
3: cursed and he was like the best player in the field, then he was cursed and he was the worst player in the field. I think you
1: can't double curse.
3: I would say that Mito Pereira is a prime
1: example of guys who are uncursed to cursed very quickly. You, you can't triple stamp a double stamp. Pat. You can't. You can. No, you can You can't. And so I'm going back to him. I don't care. I'll, I'll try and break the curse. All right. Well, good luck with that. People have tried. Doesn't usually work out. You Dan- can't curse Mito two weeks in a row, especially after it was in round curse. He cursed him at the PGA championship too. Yeah, that, that is true. So I guess you can't do it three times in a row and the triple stamp a double stamp plays true. We'll
3: see. Henley, I mean, every time that you look at stats, Henley is going to
1: pop up. No one has any interest in him at well, all. Yeah, I think I deleted him off my list, actually. So There's <laughs> just, just no interest, get, okay. 7,200, I didn't, but yeah, he probably, he probably should get deleted. Will it? I changed my tune on that one, too. I, I just can't. I don't can't get see there.
3: It. The form is just too bad.
1: Some of the guys, like this week in the twenty-five dollar, I just threw like some lottery tickets. So maybe I built like a a Mayo Saturday show lineup <laughs> that I built when we left here that he might show up. But he's not going to be in my main one hundred fifty that I do on like the the five dollar one hundred fifty max or something with a hundred K up top.
3: Well, decisions need to be made. Is there anyone that we didn't bring up that you want to give a special shout out to? Mm-hmm. Siwoo, Kevin Nah, Aaron Wise.
1: I, I think we. T- I guess the only guys we didn't talk about was the Brooks Bryson conversation. Pass. on both.
3: Yeah just do yourself a favor don't
1: definitely it. not interested in bryson but the brooks one is a little more interesting i, I don't know just because he squeezed right between fleetwood and finow sure but actually I mean, played H-Hatton's okay he's
3: gonna get the same deal yeah,
1: it's true but i'd rather, I, I I'd rather play hat what one guy is a four-time major winner i know it's not as recent as what people would like but the other guy is not anything winner like these aren't winners we, we always say like fleetwood finow the f stands for fraud and now you've got a four-time major winner squeezed in between that didn't look too bad. I mean,
3: in fairness, Hatton has won two tournaments that feature this course.
1: Yeah, Hatton has. And he also uh, has won, P- he won the API. He's got he's got wins, I'm just saying. Uh, you know, major wins and, and major moxie and, and just open moxie. I think Kepka's still been okay, so I, I don't mind him at 8,500.
3: I mean, Kepka's last three majors, 55th, 55th, miscut.
1: cut. He wasn't ready for those. I, I think he's a little more prepped now. All right. I'm not going crazy with them, I'm just saying is it not interesting when you think out loud that I- I think Fleetwood that- is seventeen percent, something like that, Fino's who knows what, eighteen percent or something like that. You just we're making up numbers, but what's Kepka? Four? Sure. No, I agree with
3: you that the ownership's going to be really low, but I think that there's other guys who aren't quite as low in this range that if you wanted to get off of Fleetwood and yeah. Sung Jay and Connor, I still like I, I, I like
1: him better than all. I'm just saying, but that's why I was bringing up the brooks Bryce. and if I was picking one, it would be Brooks, and I still think Brooks is interesting because of the squeeze play of where he's at. And I'd rather go... I like Jay better. I'd rather
3: go Louis Hatton for a
1: little bit more than Brooks. Yeah, you can do that. You can definitely go there. So... That'd be me. That's it. I, I don't think there's anybody else that we didn't talk about that I care that much about. Like that, you know, real uh, Bobby Mack. Did, did oh, I'm, I'm using Bobby Mack. Going back. Oh yeah.
3: Back to Mack. Okay. He uh, ruined my best lineup last week.
1: Yeah, flop leg. He'll be good. He's been great at opens. I killed my Tom Kim lineups. He was uh. great at the Scottish too until he missed the cut. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. Nobody else for me. Seamus Power. I like. We talked about him earlier. I don't see anybody else here though. Play the plays.
3: Since we were narked out and I had to sit through an HR meeting about lineup <laughs> sharing, uh, we can't give out six people. But let's come up with a fundamental core that we can build. Okay. Don't ever have to sit through an HR meeting about this stuff. It is So,
1: so start it off. We can go quick. Xander Fino, Xander Fino,
3: Tom Kim? No. No. Xander Fino Homa. Yep. Xander Homa We're Fina. still right at 7,900. So who is the bottom... Seventy bottom $7,000 guy that makes the most sense for a lineup like this. Because I think that you can either get yourself back up to Spieth, Fitz, Lowry, or Cam Smith in this lineup, Mm -hmm. or even Fleetwood, depending on how risk-adverse you want to be or how much risk you want to embrace at the bottom end. But who is the cheap guy in this lineup, I guess is the question.
1: Well, I was just going to say it might be Tom Kim because we want to fit – Guys, up in the higher end. If you go like Fox, for example, I know it's only six hundred bucks more, but if you go him, you end up with eighty three hundred average. You're you're doing another high low situation. Yeah, like if you go Tom
3: Kim, you have almost eighty seven hundred. You have eighty seven, which is an easy Fleetwood
1: nine k guy. Nine k guy. There you go. Ah, uh,
3: no. Yeah, how much is Fleetwood? Fleetwood is eighty.
1: Oh no no no. it's because yeah sorry you only have the average of eighty six fifty yeah so it's Fleetwood and somebody so then
3: you go like then Neiman's in that lineup and it gets you back up to ninety three which is you know there's a very clear name at ninety three hundred dollars that fits into that lineup pretty easily but if we're just thinking ownership like Keith Mitchell is a pretty popular one that I'm seeing so at sixty nine hundred dollars you're now at eighty four remaining if you want to hit that midpoint. Because uh, Sheamus' power looks to be pretty popular, and you go Mitchell Power, then you have ninety five hundred dollars left, and all of a sudden you're inching your way back up into the Fitz Zalatoris Cam Smith yeah. territory. We yeah. didn't mention Patrick Cantley's name, by the way. That's the way.
1: Yeah, well, like we talked a little because he's, we were saying he's also getting squeezed there. Like Zalatoris and him just can't get as much when he'll, you've got. He'll,
3: he'll get squeezed more than Zalatoris. You think?
1: Yeah, people don't like
3: Patrick Cantlay. Yeah, but what about last week's results? That's fine. He has great results in anything that's not a major, and when people default back to anything, who's the guy that we've seen at majors perform? Zalatoris. Who's the guy who lets us down every time we use him? Patrick Cantlay. Just that psychology alone will lead to more
1: ownership on Will Zalatoris. Okay. So what do you think for Cantlay? Like 11? Yeah, 11-12. And put can't, put Zalatoris at 13? Yeah. I, feel like I think it's a happen. minute difference. But it I is, think- but it's just like you said, it could happen for sure. Yeah, I don't know. Like, Cantley played well last week. He's got upside. It's Cantley. If he shows up, he just hasn't shown up very much at majors. And, and the craziest thing, I talked about this with Kenny the other night, it actually, was a, an elaboration on a Justin Ray tweet. Was how Cantley peaks before the majors somehow. If you go back, he's won before majors. He's come top three, he's come top five, even before the players, before huge, huge tournaments. Cantley peaks. You can check it on Fantasy National and then does horrible at the major or misses the cut or whatever it might be at the player, like different situational stuff for the last two years now. I don't know why it is. So maybe it's just a fool's gold uh, on Patrick Cantley. He had another T3 last week or whatever. I do want to run back a
3: Rory play the best players lineup. Okay. Rory Cam Smith. That makes the most sense. You like that the best. I, I don't like that the best. I just think that's going to be the most popular two. man I think that's the most logical choice to pair but with Rory
1: Xander, You still have almost 7,300 and that makes more sense. It's Xander's the higher owned. I just feel like people feel like they're getting squeezed in that way. Okay, you liked our KC Tiger bet? There is a Stacks tool that we could check tomorrow. I will bet you there's more Rory Zander lineups than there is Rory Cam Smith lineups. It's going to be small in difference. It might be 1% versus 1.5%, but I'm still betting more people start their lineup Rory Zander than they do Rory Smith.
3: I am not as confident. In that one, in that one, but I'll go fifty. Fifty dollars. I'll go fifty dollars with right. you on that one instead of the hundred that we did on all the right. other. We're getting
1: one. the whiteboard camera up here soon. We'll, we'll have it ready yeah. to go. But
3: we do have a whiteboard around here somewhere. I don't know where. Of it course,
1: is. everyone buys one and then doesn't use it. That's yeah. the thing, right? But that, that's, <laughs> Buy it as a calendar is the key. Then you actually fill in the calendar stuff. Oh, wait, I ha- whiteboard. I have one of
3: those at home with my wife that we fill out all yeah. the time.
1: Keeps it very organized. I have the same. All right, so Ror- let's do Rory Xander, Ror- and if we need the Smith money, we have four hundred bucks.
3: Okay, so. The Rory Zander lineup leaves you with seventy-two fifty for four spots. Yep, Mitchell Fox,
1: exactly for where who, I was going to start. Or so. Kim. Oh, and Mitchell to Kim, Mitchell to Kim is the four hundred bucks.
3: But he, let's say you just want to use Mitchell and Kim. Now oh. we're looking at seventy-eight, so that gives you back into Homa and one of those like Bobby Mack, Adam Scott, type of players. If that's the way that you wanted to go with it, or You can get up to Finau if you wanted to. Yeah. Just Finau, and then it leaves you with 72, which isn't the end of the world.
1: Like, I don't mind that at all. Which would be like a Ryan Fox or something. You can't put it all together. But, yeah, you know what I mean. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, the 400 bucks, you can mess around with it. Xander to Smith, Kim up to uh, Mitchell. There's a 2v2. Like, you could do something like that. I'm just using examples. But, uh, yeah, I think, again, so let me ask you this then, just to, to elaborate before we go to the next thing. But this lineup versus the one we just built. What would you feel better about if you had a that If I said, Pat, you're playing the Mega tomorrow for five grand, would you rather play this Rory Smith lineup if you want to convert it to that or would you play the previous lineup we made with the more balanced? Probably the more balanced because I'm a coward. I, but I,
3: honestly, you should see, like, I don't rarely win when I, like, go up in the stakes. Mm-hmm. But I play, like, the $100, $200 single entries. I usually enter the same team. And it's usually, like, I would start my teams with Thomas or Scheffler. Okay. Is how I would play those tournaments. The reason I, I, I mean, sure it, it, this is- far more variance I feel like comes into play. But I feel like if I have made the correct pick, I got a good chance of winning if I hit it. Where if you get Rory right, that's great. So did forty percent of the field.
1: Mm-hmm. That's true too. That that is the other angle on it. I just think just starting like you said, the balanced builds when people are out there playing their this week. There's a lot of good single entries: thirty-three dollar, hundred dollar, fifty. Like even the cheaper ones, well, people will want to play a balanced lineup because, like you said, it just looks so much better on paper. What about this start? It leaves you with $7,100 for
3: three spots. Lowry, Xander, Cam Smith. I think we're going to see a lot of variations of this lineup with Spieth and Xander and Smith, or Fitz, Lowry, and Xander, whoever yeah. it might be. I think there's going to be a lot of variations of that. The three start in the nines.
1: Yeah, it's basically, it's Rory X, or Rory, Smith, Finau, or Xander, Smith, Lowry. What Rory,
3: Smith, Finau. See, that's why I do think that the Smith ends up more popular, because you can fit Finau into those lineups.
1: Yeah, I mean, we just fit it into the other, but you're right. You can definitely do it. So we'll see. That's a good bet to have. But I I think people will definitely start with um, either two 9K guys or a Rory 9K guy Then we do see three 9K guys.
3: I'm going to throw this out here for you. Some prize picks for day one. All right. Go to prizepicks.com. Use promo code mmn for mayo media network you get a match deposit of up to 100 dollars. rick brought this up and it kind of clicked in my mind they actually have a whole bunch of stuff right now you like they basically have to make the cuts up there if you want to and they're all set at 36 and a half holes played if that's the prop that you want and they have some like interesting names down at the bottom like tiger's a part of it if you think tiger makes the cut boom he can be on your squad Uh, but just for round one i'm looking at greens and regulation all the top guys are at 14 and a half greens and regulation looking at the wind right now especially earlier in the morning just smash the overs on those like basically if they hit one of the two par threes you should hit your over unless Mm -hmm. they play horrible
2: yeah
1: i like that for sure as i said the greens are already massive and now you got the the setup in the for the guys in the morning and you can pick a lot of them like there's we had the list up earlier i see that they're listing everybody here so you can get like well the big names anyway i'm saying at least that i've looked through yeah who's going out in the morning who's so the,
3: rory is rory rory's in the morning yep yeah so you got rory jt morikawa shawfle
1: rory Xander, rory Xander. Who else you say is out there? Cam's, I mean, how it depends on how early you want. Like uh, JT, for example, and Rory go out around 10 o'clock. That's fine. That's still fine to me. So I'm saying Cam Smith, Shane Lowry, Hideki, Hovland. I would maybe leave them out and just play the guys that you like the most. But Yeah, Cam Smith and Fleetwood's out there too. Yeah, Fleetwood, Fino's. And Fleetwood, I think, is a little
3: bit below. I think he's at 14 on the dot.
1: No, he's at 14 and a half still. Is he at
3: 14 and a half? Yeah. yeah. So you have Fleetwood and you said Cam Smith.
1: Yep, Cam Smith is out.
3: Cam Smith. When's Scheffler out? Is he PMAM? He's PM. So I just go those four guys.
1: Let's play that. You oh. got Webb is down there at 14?
3: Yeah, I mean, I, th- I feel like. He's like, out first. He's out first. No, yeah, I understand that, but I feel like Webb is a bit riskier. Oh, okay, okay. Then Xander you know, and Rory.
1: When's Home out? He's out late. Homo's out with Tiger. Yeah, he's out late with Tiger. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, Fleetwood, Finow, Lowry, Cam Smith. And then uh, the other guys at the top, right, that we talked about was Xander Morikawa. Even if you want to leave Morikawa, you got Xander, JT, and Rory. You can play a bunch of you guys. Smith, Thomas is out in the morning. I think. Jake... Oh yeah, he's out with Lowry and uh, Hovland. Yeah, he's out okay. At 10-09 we'll do a we'll do a five play.
3: I mean, the move on Prize Picks is always to do the two play and just like pile up. But you know, I'm greedy. That that's how I'm going to go. I'll go with Shane Lowry. I like how Shane Lowry. Actually, no, I'll go with JT. Where's JT at?
1: Oh, famous last words. Yeah. That, JT there,
3: over Lowry. There, there's the switch. I mean, I bet both of them to win this event. I should probably throw them on this instead of Tommy Fleetwood, but here we are. Yeah. I'll throw on Lowry instead of Fleetwood. So it's a five play. I'll go 200 bucks. Uh, 200 bucks wins 1,600 bucks. Uh, it pays eight. I mean, they've actually down-juiced it because I think that they know that 14 and a half is probably a bit of a soft line. So they've yeah. added some VIG to it. So it's 8X. If you get all five, it's one and a half. If you get four and you get a bit of money back, if only three of the five end up hitting. But if we get four of the five, we're good to go. I'm expecting to hit all five, so we'll get 8x, 200, to 1600, and 1,600. We'll be good to go. PrizePix.com, code MMN to get that match deposit and get in on that. Rory, Xander, Smith, Thomas, Lowry, all over 14 and a half greens and regulation on Thursday. I like it. There we go. Our next partner has a product that not only I, but my wife as well, uses every single day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I was feeling slow in the morning. I wasn't sleeping well, and I wasn't recovering from working out as quickly as I wanted to. Because, spoiler alert, I'm actually getting old, and it kind of sucks. But since I started taking Athletic Greens, it's optimized my immune system, and I have better gut health, which means... I have more energy. I'm working out longer and I'm recovering faster. And because I'm working out better and recovering faster, I'm sleeping better at night. I have more energy in the mornings. And the big thing that I was going through was, what do I eat in the mornings? Do I want to really sit down and have bacon and eggs every single day? I mean, yeah, I do but it turned out by like 11 o'clock that I didn't feel all that great anymore. So mixing in Athletic Greens right when I wake up, make sure that I get the nutrients that I need. I don't need to take a bunch of vitamins every single day. I get my probiotics. Keeps me regular. And I feel great all day long. And you will too with Athletic Greens. And it's lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, Athletic Greens is gonna be for you. It supports mental health and clarity. And AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits it's one thing you can do every single day just to take care of yourself it's not like you're buying 800 sets of different vitamins you have to have this combination and this combination to get this and get that no just take athletic greens and it costs you less than three dollars a day you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your vitamin and your cold brew habit and right now is the time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition and to make it easy Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com mayo. Again, that's athleticgreens.com mayo to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I recently received my Helix mattress in the mail, came in a big box, and I've had it for probably about a month now. Super comfortable, super easy to unbox, too, kind of fun, and put it into the spare room, and I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to go try this out. Went and tried it out, talked it over with my wife. Swap beds! Helix, now the main source of what Mayo's laying on at the household over here right now. Helix sleep. Has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Why would you buy a mattress made for someone else? With Helix, you get your mattress that you know will be perfect for you when you sleep. I took the Helix quiz and I was matched with the model of my choice because you know, it cooled me down during the night. I like it, you know, I don't like it too firm, I don't like it too soft, and all of a sudden a mattress shows up that is tailored completely to me i really love it it's soft but it's still really supported my wife all in on it too so if you're looking for a mattress you take the quiz you order the mattress that you're matched with the mattress comes right to your door shipped for free you don't ever need to go to a mattress store again it's that easy just go to helixsleep.com slash mayo Take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that'll give you the best sleep of your life. They have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will. Helix even has financing options and flexible payment plans, so a great night's sleep is never actually all that far away. Helix Sleep is also offering up to $200 off All mattress orders and two free pillows for all our listeners at helixsleep.com slash mayo. Ready for the chat?
1: Yeah, ready. Are they ready to chat? I don't know if people are ready to chat or not. Let's go. Thanks for the content. How do you guys feel about Lucas Herbert? I like him. I said this earlier, but just going back to him from last week, it was just... Uh, still a good setup for him. He liked him last week, should like him this week. And I think also, too, the putting that we talked about, just talking about hitting these greens. People are going to hit greens, but be a long ways away. So if we want a good putter, he's a guy that can do it for you and just missed in embarrassing fashion last week. I don't expect that to be the case.
3: I'm a bit more wishy-washy on Lucas Herbert, to be perfectly honest with you. I probably will not end up using him. Telly or Dietrich. I think Dietrich is your D- guy. Dietrich for me, yeah. I'm probably out on both. Do you go safe at $6,800 with Chris Kirk or go risky with Sink? Hughes or list weirdly enough I think stink is the safest of those four guys he probably has the least amount of upside of those guys mm-hmm. but I think he has the best floor of those guys I mean Kirk's very close maybe I'm still gonna go risky with list I like sink the best of those guys I need a 1v1 I, some 1v1s I need Fleetwood or Louie I like Louie yeah I'll have more Louis, but Fleetwood I think is probably safer Lowry versus Smith. I like Lowry. Lowry for me. Mitchell
1: versus Kirk. I actually prefer Kirk. Mm, yeah, it's probably Kirk. I, I think Mitchell could just crush people, to be honest. So I'll take the I'll take the other side of it because Mitchell. I don't. What is it? Like I said, it's just the narrative stuff. You know, and he's a he's a bomber, and so we're playing that angle again. Yeah, pretty good around the greens lately, mm. at least. I don't know. I, I feel like he could crush people at sixty nine hundred. There's lots of other guys above and below. Morikawa or Cam
3: Smith in one and done? And the one and done at this point, just like no one's going to be overly popular because
1: no one is left to choose from. I would say that Morikawa is less popular. Oh, Cam I think Smith. for sure he'd be less popular. It depends on where you are in one and done. If you, yeah. you should be playing a strategy. If you're out of this thing, play someone else that nobody's on and try and get hope that they win and you're at like a 2% winner that you could actually level up and try and you'll have to do that like three or four weeks in a row. But your it's home. your only chance. You're gambling yeah. anyway now. The money's either zero if you're not in it. And if you're in it, then the safe, you know, I, I think Smith is probably the better play. Morakow is the riskier, you know, still high upside play, but Smith is probably better. It's like when people don't late swap in DraftKings NFL mm-hmm. when you've
3: already lost. Like, well, what's the harm of just playing the absolute jabronis on the slate that no one else is playing? Oh, yeah. You're already going to lose. That, that's the edge. That's, you know, people don't want to do it. They're lazy. Paul, this question is for you, sir. Give it to us straight. Should we play Keegan Bradley?
2: Probably not, but I am. I'm not. Because I'm sick. I'm a sick pup. I don't, I don't uh, I like him. I play them. Deegan every week. I'm playing them yeah. I only play three lineups, and I'm playing them in 66%. There you go. Oh, there, I love, I love that line
1: when you're playing. How, how much you got him? I got 66%. How many lineups are you playing? Three. All right. There we go.
3: <laughs> you can play those lineups in the Pat Mayo Experience DraftKings Listeners League. Join. Link is in the description of the pod and video right now. Really appreciate the time. Thank you, John, for tuning in. Smash a like while you're here and sub to Mayo Media Network. If you want to ask a question, you need to be subbed to Mayo Media Network. So please, go do that. Help us out. Smash a like while you're here as well. We don't have enough likes for the amount of people watching, Tambo.
1: It's a, Whatever you ask for, Pat, you can get.
3: Could be higher. Could be higher, just like those Spotify reviews could be higher. Because I know that people want to hear a Cuss Corner. Yes, So you're just go. I do, too. That so takes gonna... like 10 seconds. I way. can do the Spotify review. And reviews. everyone has Spotify. Even if you have an iPhone and you use Apple Podcasts, you still have Spotify. Yeah. So go sub and leave the five star rating, and boom, we're good to go. How do you feel about T. galas game?
1: I'm not. I'm out on T. gala this week. Yeah, I like him as a player. I, I think he's an awesome dude. But like, he got added late to the pool as well. The problem is he got added in at 7,100, where we have all those other guys we talked about: Peters, Smith, Verner. You just talk Bradley. If you, will. I'm not going there, but you know Fox other guys below you know we we mentioned all those guys so i I don't know for me it's gonna be tough to get there tommy nailed on shame he's a blue nose i don't know what the fuck that means maybe he meant to say
2: probably tommy fleetwood being british
1: or did he mean to say tambo a blue nose nova scotia maybe he's trying to put that in there
3: i don't know
2: Hmm.
3: if if that's what he meant to write he's an idiot (laughs) ban him bad question Bad question. No more bad questions. You'll get banned for life. Which pair do you like better? Herbert and Finau or Wise and Connors? I actually like Wise and Connors better.
1: I like the first one quite a bit more, Herbert and Fina.
3: I like Dietrich. Fell hard last open season. He proceeded to redecorate his Hanes. Oh, shit, his pants. Okay.
1: Redecorate the, his Hanes is a great way to put that.
3: The Paraguayan wind cries Zanotti Five. This guy's not asking questions. You're banned for life. <laughs> like, fuck off. Uh, would you pick Jordan Spieth or Cam Smith in one and done? i go with Spieth. I'm a, uh, depends where you're at. I, I still like Smith more. Thoughts on Grio for a value pick? Yeah. Uh, I'm wishy-washy. You're out. Raza and Rick are both in.
1: Well, Raza's always in. <laughs> yeah. Rick being in makes it a little more valid. Raza would be in on Grio. It didn't matter where you were, what his price was, anything. So that doesn't tell us much there. But Rick interested makes it a little bit more interesting, but not for me.
3: Thomas Burns, 2v2, or Spieth, Cam, Smith? I wouldn't go Burns. I'd change that to Louis or Hatton, but I like the Thomas side.
1: Yeah, probably the Thomas side. Okay, it's guess- it's ever again like the the Spieth. Smith's start is probably still pretty popular, but you are leaving out Xander and Rory. Yeah, it so it's a, not that, like, this is what I was use talking You're going to use popular about. player somewhere. You're going to use, exactly. And it's like, that's my point. Is Sometimes people are like, oh, I can't do that. They're both so popular. The other one's way off. It's like, it, it, the other one is lesser owned, but I don't know what, how you're ending out this lineup with those two. And on paper, I think that Spieth and Smith still look pretty damn good. Like I, I prefer Thomas. Perfect that's what, setup. That's why I horse. like the Thomas yeah. size. Yeah. How do you guys feel about Patrick Reed? I think we're both, you're more in than I am. I'm lukewarm. I'll probably still use him. I'll, I'll have less of him than a lot of guys in that range, but I definitely don't hate the guy at that price. Seems like outside of Burns,
3: Fleetwood, Fino, Neiman, and Homo, the ownership is low for players between 92 and 75. Would this leave you to believe that making a balanced build would be contrarian? Well, it depends on where you start. You start with Xander and Spieth, no.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, we I think you nailed it earlier when you put together the third of what we were just looking at. It wasn't to play the best plays, but just how, what do we think of this, you said, and that was that I think people are either going a guy up top with one 9K, or they're going with two 9Ks. And Finau. And maybe Finau or, or Fleetwood or Homa or whatever. They're balancing it out at that point versus what you said. You can start with three 9K guys and land in the same range of three guys left, pretty much as if you had a went the Rory, Smith, uh, fee now you can you can kind of do that by just going three 9k guys lowry cam smith hideki star there you go that's what i mean one of those guys can definitely win the other two can definitely top 10 and then you're filling it out with the same guys that you're saying can happen if rory wins or if Xander and someone else wins so i i just think that's a, a way to get unique for sure do you agree that length and leg putting are both key skills this week yes i do I think again I've talked to us all week but I think length is always just the best players have length if so doesn't Bryson make some sense I just don't think he's got it here I don't think he's got four full days I love the first round leader bet on him just to take a shot 90 to one I got it at favorite one and done outside the top 50 in the world
3: rankings how Tong Bobby Mack Willett Woody or Woo? that would be Brandon Woo. I like how Tong the best actually
1: and what was the second one after how Tong
3: Robert McIntyre yeah one of those two for me. Finau Gala or Fleetwood Houtong? I like Fleetwood Houtong. Yeah, I like the second one. Any love for Thirsty Lawrence? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I bet him to win. I bet him to come top eight and bet him to come top 30.
1: You you love him the most by betting him all that much. But I know like I, I played a bunch of them in round four last week and he came through in the clutch with the tougher pins and all that setup up as well. So uh, I don't think he's a problem here at 6,500. Any thoughts on
3: Brian Herman? I actually have literally no thoughts on Brian Herman. He uh, didn't even occur to me this week.
1: My, I, the thoughts are usually my guy Big T says bald, short, khaki pants. That's the thoughts on Brian Harmon.
3: Finao and ZJ or Leishman Reed? I mean, Leishman Reed. I'm not using ZJ. Yeah. Hey, Pat, do you think Justin Thomas is too good to resist at current odds? Well, I bet him. So, yes. And you got a good number. Wow. That number's gone now. Yeah. You can still get the each way to 30, I think, on the on the extra. I think they, that's what They it took is. it away,
1: and they brought it back, and they adjusted some of those numbers. Yeah, they adjusted the numbers. They so I, I feel down. like we, we beat them. I think so. I think they realized they put out some bad numbers.
3: Let's see. Yeah, the Thomas number is 30 now. So we got
1: three extra points.
3: Not the worst thing in the world. Yeah, the, the Some of them
1: are worse. Like, DJ went down 10 points.
3: Yeah, well, DJ's odds just got cut. Yeah. Scheffler, you can get up to 25. I think I'd just rather bet the 22 and not involve the each ways. Right.
1: I I don't really each-way anything under 50 anyway, so.
3: Neither do I, but that one in particular actually did make sense, for me at least. Well, and
1: you were forced on the each-way extra. You had to take the three places, so it's fine.
3: Do the key stats for success this week change based on the optimal weather conditions ahead? Not really. Like, Uh, birdie or better probably gets overemphasized, but I have that emphasized anyway. Guys are going to make birdies here. Like, the winning score is going to be, like,
1: 18 under. The the bigger play, though, and I think what most people are, the the underlying or my read between the lines would be, they're saying is the distance factor that's been talked about all week. I mean, it literally is burnt out. You can see it on the, the footage. I just don't think it's bomber's paradise right I think naturally you're going to people are going to be at the top of the tempo's an idiot like those guys all crush it they're all well, they're all dr- the best they're players. all the best players in the world and that's what <laughs> I continue to bring up like that's why they're up there it's not because of that and you'll see when the stats bear out it's probably not because they had the distance they just have the distance you'll see that they played the par fours the best they scored the best. all these other factors where I think that's what people are really asking when they're asking the stats question and I don't think that's how I would look at it completely like I was saying to, to Kenny earlier this week he was loving that angle and I said I guess if you wanted to make it a tiebreaker down low does distance always help sure but I I still wouldn't even at this point I just think too many guys are gonna be able to get there otherwise
3: I would say that if you want to use it as a tiebreaker from the bottom of the board kind of thing if you're looking for a last man in, I think it's very helpful but if the guy that has zero short game Or at least perceive short game that you think they can get around here. That's why I don't like Bryson. Because I think that when he misses the green, he might be able to drive it just off the green on a lot of these, and then he might
1: not get on for three shots. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a problem. That's what I mean. And again, is that, you know, the tiebreaker is, like you said, is it a Chris Kirk or a Luke List? that's where, then do you really want that tiebreaker? Because you're playing Luke List because he's got the distance, but at times, and his around the green game, I think you mentioned it, but like it's, it's not always the one you want for around a place like this. He's not always the guy you want lag putting or anything like that. So uh, you have to make those decisions, and I don't know if it is, to my thoughts earlier in the week, as much of a tiebreaker as it should be. Do you lock your core players? No. Do I? know? Of course, like supposed to be like, I'm playing around these guys. I've got high ownership on all of them, but you don't want all... If all three hit and that'll be in a majority of lineups anyway, just naturally, you're good. But if they don't, you'll have mix and matches of them where there's just two of them in lineups and stuff. So I'm good with building it that way. For Tambo, on optimizers, is it better to run three or four unique? I've run less than that. Okay. I, I run two. You run two? I mean, it changes, but majority of the time, I'll just say, like, I I definitely just run two. Uh, You know, if I'm hand-building and I get to a lineup and for whatever reason, I just love it, one of these lottery tickets and the $25, and I'm like, these five guys, and ah, shit, now I landed on 6,700, and I've got, uh, who's there that I like, Horsefield and Burmeester? I literally will put in one, and I'll re. I'll re- if I love that lineup, it's just, a, just play another it again ticket. The other way. It's no different than what you do at uh, like some of these real lotteries in real mm-hmm. life. You can just play the other numbers. Play your numbers, yeah. Play, play your, numbers. your numbers, and then
3: like one extra.
1: Yeah, that's it. So I definitely do that. No, no problem. Three or four is a, a lot, even on 150. Like you're just ended up with too many, too many offputs of what you'd want your core to be.
3: Do you think that Thigala and Munoz are good DraftKings plays with their high cuts made this year? Or would they be better top 20, top 30 bets? I have far more interest in Munoz than I do in Thigala.
1: I have, Yeah, I, I don't have much interest in either, to be honest. I think, again, I think the place is going to play harder than you think, and so that takes them out for me. Are you currently leaning more weather stacks or
3: more skill stacks, like Approach or Par 4s or Magic Beans? Weather. Weather for me as well. Yeah. When you're near the top of one and done, how much do you base your pick off of who has used in front of you? I hope that makes sense. I think that's exactly how you should do it. If you can pinpoint who the guys ahead of you don't have, and you have that player left, that's your pick if you're trying to play for first.
1: Yeah, and I think it matters. I know we are getting close, but it's not the end. So right now, this is a big tournament with a lot of money on the line. This is the last up there.
3: Big, I mean, it's not the last big money tournament, but it's by far the biggest one last.
1: Right, and so I would be focused more, even if I'm at the top. Of DJ, DJ. Fu- no, I would find the winner, DJ. Find the winner. I Maybe mean, if you think he's the winner, but you should have bet him at fifty five instead yeah. of JT at thirty three. That's true. Same chance. I but, just feel but, like my, I just feel people have DJ left. Oh, they do. I'm saying more. I don't like this week for me is not the leverage week. Like if you saved someone for this week, like if you somehow have like a Scotty Scheffler left, I think that's awesome. I weirdly had Xander left. Yeah. I mean, but oh, that's that's insane. But that's incredible. And I know that I'm one of the few people who still has him. And you also like it's kind of a double edged sword because you're like, damn it, I just I could have played him the last two times and and got the win. But instead, I'm ended up here hoping he goes three in a row or four if you give the JP McManus. But my point would be right now is not to me the leverage point. That's like more the last couple weeks where it's like you're there and you can see the percentages and see all that. You can see it now, but I'd want the guy that's just gonna get the money this week. Tambo,
3: who's your lock for the open that you're all in on? Nobody.
1: Yeah, that's a bad question. Who's a who's a lock? In I don't I don't lock guys. So like I said, I, the guys that I like, uh, you know, I like Lowry. I think he's good at ninety three hundred. I like you know Rory up top. I've been talking about him since before the season even started for this spot. So, <laughs> excuse me, I'm not going to go away from that now. And then some of the guys throughout the board, we mentioned a bunch of them, but that'd be sort of the guys I like a lot. I have $7,100 left for three spots. Hmm, I wonder who the three
3: people you started with was as we just went through this lineup, I think. Yes. Would you recommend dipping into the sixes or finishing with three low 7K guys? I mean, I have no problem. I have no, there's not that big of a difference to me between 7,200 and 6,700 in this field.
1: I was just going to say, 66 or 67, I guess we'll go to, is to me is the same. All those guys, 67 to 69, are just a product of the pricing. It just has to work out that way. They all could have been 71, but they don't want to put 10 guys at 7,100. So they have to put some above and some below. There's no difference between any of them to me. Patrick Reed around the green, make him
3: sneaky viable this week. I just think Patrick Reed in general at this course makes him, what he does well is perfect for this place.
1: Augusta, baby. He's got that narrative. Wedges,
3: putting, chipping. Yeah. And it's not like he's short I mean, he is shorter off the tee, but ever since he switched drivers again, he's got a bit of his
1: length back. And as you mentioned, length might not be the end of the world if it's really baked out. And he's got the chip on his shoulder. You see him on the range rocking the live hat? He don't care. He'll go right to the home of golf and wear that hat around proudly. He's got his deal now.
3: I asked Rick this last night. If you could pick two live players to be in contention. Not who you think is going to be there, but for just sheer entertainment purposes of you viewing it on Sunday afternoon. Who would be the two guys?
1: I think I Bri- think Bri- Bri- Bryson for sure. Well, and let's throw Phil out because Phil is the answer, right? Yeah, I I don't know. Phil's the answer for all the old heads. Like everyone loves Phil. We want to see. I don't care if Phil's there. It was it was interesting at like the when he won the PGA Championship. Yeah, but, but I'm saying that but in this scenario, he's in the mix. Yes, my dad would be excited. I would be excited too. I like, wouldn't care. Imagine if, was if we there. got like a Phil Tiger. You, you, oh, that be that be about the only if you can make two things happen. <laughs> sure, we're talking live guys. You know, what I think would be the most exciting is Bry- Brooks.
3: I, no, Bryson's the most exciting.
1: Maybe, but and I said him first. So I'm saying I, yeah. I think Brooks would actually be because he has the four majors. He's the guy that really gets the chip on his shoulder. We'll talk that shit in the interview even though he's trying to be hard and he's not but you know I, I think he would be the most dj doesn't care no dj doesn't make it interesting to me phil doesn't make it interesting gooch doesn't phil Reed makes is it okay phil, but,
3: ma- phil makes it interesting for me just because he's sort of the figurehead of all of this. Like, I hope it's Louie, but Louie legitimately does not move the needle. Whatsoever. Like, Louie
1: and DJ don't move the needle yeah. at all. And I don't even think Reed does, as much as he's a villain. I, I think Reed does. I think Sergio oh, does. I've got one. I've got one. Sorry to cut off. You go back. Give me this. You did the pick. If you could feel Tiger, sure. You know what's, be- what's just as good, though, to me? Obviously, that's the best one with Tiger involved. But uh, Reed versus Rory. Down the stretch, like the Ryder Cup, in the home of golf. The two of them, Rory coming out this week and saying again, he sort of went back on his comments and then went hard on them again. And then Reed rocking the live hat going down the wire. I don't know if I want Reed Rory. I think I'd want Reed Spieth. Oh, that'd be good too, actually. Yeah, I'll take either of those, honestly, if you can give me that.
3: But I think Sergio was sneaky in this. Is he, okay, is he someone who no, could? No, get, no one cares. People, yes, people care about Sergio because people don't like Sergio. You're
1: showing your age, Pat. You're too old. These are not, no one cares about Sergio. Yes, they do. People People do. You're right. This is like far more people. I mean, what do you think that the age
3: demo for golf is, Tambo?
1: I don't know. 25 to 45? No. It's like to me. I, what, what, I'm like, talking about what people will care about. Though. I'm talking about what people will care about who are watching yeah, the for, British. Who am talking about? 45 plus. Like my dad will care if certain guys are. In We're there closer down the to that demo than the 25 demo. I'm still staying in the lower one. I'm I mean, pushing myself I, down a tier. I, I, I'm up. i have listen but this way. I'm closer to 45. All than, I'm saying than is, there's point. no way unless you can get Phil with Tiger. Like you, like if we compare. I, I think course. you wildly. I mean, this is the guy who almost won the PIP
3: last year on the PGA Tour. He was second to Tiger.
1: Yes, but people I don't care I don't, about feel. Phil. The people watching this right now and us having a good time and betting and gambling and getting storylines down the stretch. Oh, they still love Phil. Unless it's Phil Tiger, I don't care. Phil's there. All right. Hammer that like button. I agree with you.
3: <laughs> Vic Perez or Ryan Fox? I like Fox. Fox. For round one showdown, is it great to run your own player pool or the whole field? Thank you. I'd say your own.
1: The whole field? That's it. I don't think we can play the whole field. <laughs> I would suggest running your own player pool. I would take the whole player pool, take it down to the guys you like, and then run it from there. Any
3: idea why there's such disparity in stats depending on the putting services? Some guys are much better on Poa or Bent or Bermuda. Do these grasses really roll that differently? Yes. yes.
1: And <laughs> mainly, a lot of it, uh, honestly, and they talk about it in quotes and in interviews, so it's what they grew up on. Yeah, it's what, what they. What know. are you
3: comfortable with?
1: Yeah, like reading a putt is a legit thing. So when they grew up on something and know how to read it better, it's it's legit. It matters. Yeah, that's why. I mean, I do give a lean to
3: like. I will take a euro over an American player this week in a tiebreaker situation.
1: Yeah, just again, so, sometimes it just comes out natural for me. I'm, I'm using more, like, odds-based and ownership sure, but and things like that, but like, I just, it, they, are, it, they do know it for sure.
3: It just very, very few places in the United States you're going to find with fescue grass anywhere mm-hmm. like we have it here where we live mm-hmm. it's true but you don't see a whole lot of professional golfers where we're from because no. you can play golf five months a year
1: correct yeah exactly no you're, you're right that's what i mean it's just I, I don't necessarily use it as a tiebreaker but i do think it matters for sure and that goes back to the putting question as well who are your favorite
3: european golfers as your main sleeper i think it's thirsty lawrence i mean he's not european he's south african but he plays on the dp world tour i think jordan smith is probably the guy
1: yeah jordan smith i like mean dean as well mean dean mean Brewster. dean, dean okerland yes <laughs> that's the guy
3: any barracuda bets i mean Goderup's not playing so i can't lose money on him bet
1: bet Pendrith, 25 to one. Oh my god knocked the rust off last week was he, was he any good go. last week yeah he was definitely good
3: by that, what did he finish last week? I have no idea.
1: Uh, I don't remember. I think it was 18th or something. It wasn't. That's, not, that's not but, but he was literally coming back from the injury and the COVID test the week before. So uh, I, I have interest in him. And I know my guy Sundog Monkey likes Martin Laird and so did Ben Coley at 33. 33 to 1? Like, why don't we just, can't we just have some fun about like Gim and I mean, well,
3: Isn't Well. Isn't this scoring perfectly tailored for Rasmus Hogard?
1: who's going to shoot like 60 or 78, but the 78 means a whole lot less than Stableford scoring. Yeah, and he's going to hate score the course because yeah. he his brother's in this event, and he did not do enough down the stretch on Sunday last week to be able to get in. But I guess the, the Laird one interested me only because everyone last week was tilting in the discords and stuff about Streelman. Oh, every time I play him, he sucks. I'm like, yeah, now he's playing in a field with like jabronis. Right, he's the, one of the best dudes <laughs> yeah, in the field. He's not playing in the open. You're he's mad playing. that he's not playing against the 700-strength field, but that's the difference. You're playing him in the wrong spots. And so, of course, he showed up. I think Laird could do the same this week. Kelly Kraft at least, back down.
3: Charlie Hoffman, 100
1: By, by the way, one. we were on the show last week. They asked for the Barbasol bets. I had the Whaley hit, the, the each-way. He, he finished fifth. He finished fifth? S- thanks to our Canadian guy, Svensson, making a bogey, or a double bogey on, I think it was 17, and fell out to give a full each-way placement on Whaley last week at 80-1. to one. Yeah, I have no interest. I'm not betting the Barracuda this week. I do it. enjoy like
3: watching it after like it's just on Golf Channel, after the Open's over. I'm like, yeah, all yeah. right. I like the course. The
1: scoring is fun. We still want to get this converted to DraftKings scoring, though. It's taken forever. I'm telling you, the DraftKings Open is the play. Right? Of course it is. So is the green zone, but they they haven't come through on two. That's two of your best ideas. Green zone for the cut sweat and DraftKings Open for the Barracuda with DraftKings scoring. I I have no idea why those don't exist. And it's really
3: easy to tie both those things into one one thing.
1: that, That one's even easier to do, for sure. Yeah, I know they complain about they can't get enough cameras out and the courses change and green zone will be tough because of that versus football, it's different. It's set up differently, I understand. But the other idea, they could easily change it. It's a sponsorship deal with DraftKings. Gambling is the way of the future. I would highly recommend it. Is playing
3: three guys from 92 to 10K in one lineup a unique build at all with the high ownership in that range? I th- no, I, I don't think that's. Well, be we either. talked about it enough. I, I think it is. I just think it depends on who you play. But, yeah, but we said I, it's more. I, I if you say ninety-two to ten thousand dollars, I assume that lineup is Spieth, Xander, Lowry.
1: But if you go like Smith, Can'tley, Lowry, yeah, I don't. No. I don't think as many people are using that as Completely what are agree. using Xander, another nine k, and then dropping down. If you're
3: committed to using one of the top end guys from the nine thousand dollar range as the balance lineup. I would probably skip, I mean, I'm not doing this, but I would probably skip Spieth and Xander and start with Fitz. I think that will be unique.
1: I like that. I also like like that build a little bit more just going through the show. And so I like doing this where we can get some angles on it because I think the 8K range could spoil some lineups this week. Even if you're on the different guys in the 8K range, there's just nothing to say that they're as good as the 9K range right? The 9K range is loaded with potential guys that I think will actually win this thing versus the 8K. It wouldn't surprise me if some of them won, but they've had harder times if they have at all getting over the finish line or got over the finish line, however you want to put it, for like the Hattons, the Fleetwoods, the Finaus, the Ims, the Connors. Those guys have wins in there, I'm saying, but not very many. And you don't see them pop up very many times, but they're going to be in a lot of lineup builds just naturally. What is the average remaining
3: unused salary for the optimal DK lineup weekly versus the average remaining unused salary for the winning lineup in the highest prize contest on DraftKings?
1: Uh, the optimal lineup is the optimal lineup. Yeah, but so, what's what's the average money left on the table? It's probably like three thousand. Oh, bucks Rick, or Rick would have it. You yeah, know, Rick, but Rick has all the trying stuff. to build for that is ludicrous. It's like that people are like, oh, I'm going to build all my lineups this week with 46 to 47 because I'll be unique, and it's the way the optimal always shows when Rick tweets it. Okay. Keep doing that, please. <laughs>
3: Any love for Harry Verner? You do, I don't. I do, yeah. Are you worried about Scheffler's putting inside 10 feet recently? He's missing a lot of short putts. I mean, if you're concerned about that, don't play Rory McIlroy or Jordan Spieth, who love missing 5-foot putts.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's what people are looking at, though, right? It's the truth. If you're outside of 25 and you're getting it in there, that is what you're looking at usually. True. Then don't play Rory. Yeah. It's, well, I'm, Rory, I'm Rory sucks
3: from inside 10
1: or from 5 feet. He's horrible. So that's, that's where he gags away all of his tournaments. But he's going to get it to closer than that. So You hope so. What if yeah. he doesn't? What if he leaves it at four feet? What if he just puts everything to three feet from well, the fairway? Well, Then, then he can two putt for par. It's over. It's going to be over quick. <laughs>
3: uh, when I, listen, when I rated out all the trends along with the stats, he was by far the number one play. Yeah. If he fits every criteria that you want. This week. He's,
1: he's like 9 or 10 to 1 for a reason. And I know it doesn't always bear out, especially in a field this strong. But, man, that's... But also, when you, about, when
3: you talk about popularity, he's besides Tiger, he is now the guy. Mm-hmm. People love Rory. Yeah. And I, I think his odds are wrong this week. I really do. I think that he is mispriced. I don't think he's mispriced on DraftKings. I think he's the rightful favorite. But him in that cluster with Scheffler and Rahm and all those guys, I don't think the odds bear that. Oh, my God. Spieth is now the second favorite to win. Mm-hmm. That's also wrong. Like I want to bet Speed, but I don't want to bet him at eighteen to one. Yeah, some like, people
1: do. A lot of people do this week, actually.
3: Sure, that's that's fine. And he listen, he has a good chance of winning. I don't mm-hmm. deny that. But if I can get Scheffler, Thomas, Cam Smith, Lowry, Morikawa, DJ Louis, all at better price, Fitzpatrick at bigger numbers, like I think that those guys have a better or equal chance to win. And that's how I feel about Rory. Like Rory with Xander, Rom, Scheffler, and Thomas. Like there's no reason for him to be half the odds. Like that's ludicrous.
1: Yeah, I just still keep coming back to Rahm and Morikawa because they have more majors combined over the last three years than the other guys up top. What, Scheffler has one that he just got? So does JT. Rom. No, I'm, I'm talking about Rahm and Morikawa. Rahm has one. Rom has one. Morikawa has two. two. There's three if you build them into the lineup where people are playing Rory and Spieth, who when's their, when's their last majors? Eight two, years for two, Rory, two, I think.
3: 2016 for Spieth, I think? Yeah, it's far. In 2017, he won the Open Championship.
1: So that's, all. again, it's just major moxie, and guys that can definitely pop up and get a top five, guys that are definitely low-owned up there. It's going to probably be in something like the 888. I don't probably have the balls to do it in, like, my mega lineup, but I'm going to play that combo with a lineup where people just are going to play Rory and Spieth or Rory and Xander. And <laughs> I'm just going to swap I, I, it. I just clicked on the weather
3: again. It just went boop.
1: <laughs> what now? Uh,
3: it's, it's about the same. The wind looks worse tomorrow morning versus afternoon. Am I mistaken? I would say yes. Yes, you are. I'd say it's pretty close, but it looks like it's easier in the morning. You have lower gusts and lower constant speed. Unless, yeah, like you it, think, it has
1: changed since we've been on already, but that's why I'm saying trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure out tomorrow's wind.
3: Yeah, okay. just focus on the thing that's closest to you yeah. and work off that. Don't bother with Friday afternoon. Like, you're just not going to. I've end. talked about it so we many We've been talking t- for yeah. an hour, and it just changed.
1: Yeah, it's going to change a lot more, too. We'll see.
3: Pat, Tom, Kim versus C. Woo, Kim, well, who's your take? Oh, I'm not playing C. He was bad, man. Yeah. And I know that that's always like the famous last words before he kills you and just does awesome. But I think that Tom Kim's probably a safer play right now. He's he's cheaper. He's looks good. Also to add to my first, I don't know when your fucking first question was, pal. This is the guy asking about optimal lineups. I don't like these questions. These are bad questions. Fuck you. Next question. Backed Webb Simpson at twelve to one for a top ten and Zach Johnson, eleven to one for a top twenty. Both gritty players with solid open records.
1: Zach Johnson's like fifty years old. Yeah, I don't like the Zach Johnson one. Web I can get behind. Webb I could do, yeah, sure. But I don't
3: Zach Johnson beats me, beats me. So here's here's what I'm talking about when I at the beginning, when I talked about the eight places for the longer odds on guys. Twelve to one for Webb for a top ten or you could play him with the eight places if you wanted to. So let's just do very simple math here. So $100 on web at, what I say, it was 12 to
1: 1? Yep. That's what, he, oh, that's what he had the bet at. So. Yeah,
3: so that pays uh, 12 to 1. Or a, he's tw-
1: 110 to 1
3: now he's, with
1: four places, or no, with a quarter quarter each way.
3: He's 160 to 1. So if you go 50-50 on that bet.
1: What am I on? Oh, you know what I'm looking at? Yeah, yeah. go ahead. So yeah, either way, it's my, it's even better then. So, so
3: you bet $100 on the 12 to 1 for the top 10. You get paid $1,200. If you bet $100, 50 and 50, you lose the two places from the top 10, and you only get the eight places. But you get $1,700 on the top eight. And you have all the equity of him if winning, wins, which is worth $8,000. That
1: crushes the two places. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, that's why I would bet that instead.
3: Yeah, that's why. When you see me at majors play the long shots with the top eights, it's because of that. That you can invest way less money for higher payout. Yeah. Need one and done. Hell, not front running in one and done. Just want to be relevant in the standings. Lowry, Morikawa, Fleetwood, Louie. Lowry. I like Lowry. Thanks for doing these shows.
1: Sahith or Wise? I prefer Wise. Wise. Is Wise a good play this week? He's fine. He's not bad. He's seven thousand. He gets you a little bit between the sixty nine hundred Keith Mitchell and the seventy one hundred Ryan Fox. So could go about it that way. Should I x out all the golfers that Cust has or was leaning towards, or just lower their projections? I just x them out. That's what I did. So repeat them: Zalatoris, Mito, Rom, Rom, Mito, Zalatoris. I think were the main. And
3: he he did get on Tiger. That wasn't that wasn't helpful. Yeah, I didn't like that at all. And Luke List, he was
2: on. Oh wow.
3: Yeah, that's never fun. That's not good. How are you feeling about Kill Keith? He's fine. I just think he's going to get too popular for me, and then I can play Hao Tong at a fourth-the-ownership and be happy.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, th- I think he could actually end up crushing people. We'll see. It's just a, b- a lot of narrative-based stuff. I know the stats will be good, I mean, he too, does have two I- top tens in his past three starts. That's helpful. Yeah.
3: Any interest in Cam Young or Lee Westwood? Cam I- Young if I picked him. I want to play Cam Young. I'm just not going to
1: get there. It's going to be harder for me, too, because I think it's just, like I said, just the experience factor, a little bit of what's going on lately. Obviously, you know, price is fair. I just don't think uh, he's the best guy in that range. In regards to the wind, what is the speed threshold for
3: factoring in the wind? Meaning, how hard does the wind have to be blowing for it to influence your betting strategies? It's not so much influencing my betting strategies. It's just a discrepancy in the wind that I'm looking for. Like if it's 50 miles per hour for everyone, like chaos is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And they're just pick who you want to pick because everything's the same. Well When we're talking about the betting strategies, if we see that it's 10 miles per hour in the morning and 25 in the afternoon, take the guys in the morning. Like yeah. that's, I I don't know how people are going to play in the wind. And, like, he asked, what is windy Windy as fuck on FantasyNational.com? FantasyNational.com slash Mayo for 20% off any membership level, by the way. That's 17 mile per hour plus. Mm -hmm. Like, that's when it really starts to come in and influence it, that we found in the numbers. But if it's the same for everyone, then it's the same for everyone. And because someone played well at a course in 23 mile per hour winds doesn't necessarily mean they will play well at this other course in 23. Like, it's a very flawed thing to look at.
1: I agree. Yeah. And that's like I said, it has to be much higher for me to care. But all I know is right now is I see if I see like nine or 10 in the morning and 17 or 18 in the afternoon 10 mile per hour difference. That's enough of a discrepancy for me to care. Plus, you can find good plays in both waves. So I would just rather you're going to be able to find good guys that go out in the morning and whatever happens, happens. I just I can only control that. So that's what I'm going to get after.
3: Who is showing opening rounds in Canada? TSN schedule only shows Sunday coverage. I assume it's TSN usually yeah it's usually who it is they'll have like three feeds
1: live from the open or something we'll see but uh
3: dylon deether just reported he saw bryson hit a six iron 305 off the tee does this make you lean bombers or do you feel like being a, a racetrack that mitigates the advantage i think you're on onto something with it that mitigates the advantage yeah and I, even when we went, went back and looked at 2015 yes the top five and driving distance all finished inside the top 10 but then there was like Spieth and Zach Johnson and other guys too. And also
1: a lot of the guys were just good golfers. There was only – like there was a few standouts say, like or like uh, guys you wouldn't expect to be there. Like but, Nye Brugge. Right, Jordan Nye But whatever, if but. you
3: went and looked at it, the main thing that mattered for the week was par four scoring. It wasn't even close. Mm-hmm. That and avoiding doubles. Yeah. Those were the two main things that stuck out when I went through the research.
1: Who avoids double bogeys? The best players in the world. That's how they get to be the best players in the world. They don't make double bogeys. They start winning tournaments. And they, they go from there. So I, I don't know. To me, I don't care that much. And Bryson doing that tells you nothing. What what else would Bryson be doing? Of course, he's trying to hit his six iron as long as he possibly can. Like, that's what he does. Well, this is an interesting
3: question. Cam Davis, week long off the tee, and accuracy isn't important. And he's playing in the Barracuda.
1: I was going to say, I don't. So
3: you probably don't want to use him at St. Andrews. <laughs> is the man with the braces for a brace of majors? The man with the braces for a brace of majors, bracing
1: for an extra. Major? Does brace
3: mean two in like wherever the hell this guy's from? No, they like British Highly talk it. for two.
1: Uh, maybe I, I wouldn't be one to comment on that, but I a think what they're saying is
3: slang. Does bra- brace mean two? Well, what's it say? I mean, it's it is an excuse for girls to get out of giving blowjobs or men, I suppose. <laughs> but yeah, oh god, that that would be. Um i listen I Fitzpatrick's fine. Yeah. I liked your conversation
1: piece earlier, just putting him in as the starting point. As a
3: starting point. I think that's that's where he makes the most sense as well.
1: Leverages off his ander and you can still build the balance build without worrying about that. So
3: Oh Fabrizio Zanotti looking good at sixty four hundred dollars. Take it from me as someone who lost their top thirty bet on Fabrizio Zanotti. Got greedy, should have bet top forty, he was T thirty six. If he didn't putt well in round three, he had like five strokes putting in round three. Like he was shit. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: not I and remember. this is a
3: different class I deleted them off the list uh, is it getting too cute to have teams based on two hour tea time windows I don't think so I think that's micro stacking this week I think is actually super sharp because if you do hit and it doesn't happen at every open it's only, I think it's only actually ever happened at two of the past seven that you just see a cluster of guys from that same two hour span of tee times they catch the right weather everyone else gets fucked and they just propel to the top i don't think it's insane i'm gonna do it a little bit but i don't think you have to do it either way
1: yeah i just think that's more of what it is right it's not you know particular wave stack in a sense it is still on paper but just in general because they all go off one like we talked about big long day of golf you're you're gonna be able to naturally just end up stacking within a two-hour window anyway i think you see it from like nine o'clock to 11 it's gonna be popular paul Shag.
2: Since you guys are talking about stacks, I just made a live stack to own the libs. thoughts. To own the libs.
3: Own the, D- the libs. DJ, like Louie, Reed, Gooch. Bryson. Does that have Bryson there's or more Brooks? more guys
2: than you think. Like, you can make 24, 24 guys. There's lots of, yeah, there's lots of options. Also, uh, Sam Gooch didn't make it in.
1: He should make it in.
2: He could make it in. Get him in. But there, there was like kind of, I kept ending up in a non-live-dead spot when I kind of had them in, so I had to kind of adjust. Leave
1: it. the money.
3: Be be unique. Yeah, leave for, for nah. $4,800. Kevin Nah, I'd rather have Reed. I'd
1: rather have, I have Reed. I'd rather have Reed and Gooch than Nah. We, we just found out that the optimals leave 3000 on the table, Paul, so you can do that. 3000 on the table? That's what they said in the chat. You can leave three grand on the table. Be optimal.
3: Yeah, you should do it. That, that is the optimal way to construct lives. I love own lives.
1: the lives, though. That's a great one. Own the lives? Yeah, own the lives lineup. Uh, thoughts on Luke List? You're
3: in. I'm probably out. If the weather isn't bad, can the guys tear the course apart? Do you think the Tiger can compete, or does he need it to play much harder to have a chance? I think t- the harder it plays, the better Tiger of is course. probably going to do. Yeah. But I just – and Rick was making this point yesterday that it, like if it gets like into a birdie fest, Tiger probably doesn't have a chance. I disagree with that.
1: Uh, I would agree very much with that. Why? If it's a birdie fest, do you think Tiger has a chance? W- I mean, he's the
3: best iron player of all time. He knows these greens, and he's still one of the best putters ever. Why wouldn't he have a chance? Uh, I mean, I guess if Zach Johnson could, any, win.
1: anyone has a chance. Does Tiger versus? Uh, I'm always thinking about like numbers and betting numbers and DraftKings and players that are around him. Could he? Sure, I, I just don't. I wouldn't think so. Like,
3: who's more likely to win this tournament, Tiger or Bryson? I'd say it's Tiger.
1: Okay, I, I don't. I. I just think my back to your original point was like I would like it to be harder for Tiger I think that there's a better chance for Tiger and even then I don't love him like I'm saying I just think I I
3: think the, the harder it is that kind of flips the script on a lot of these things but if the winning score is let's say minus 16 which is very possible could go lower could go higher depending on like, if the course, and Cuss mentioned this on Monday, and he's absolutely right, if they know that the wind is down, they're going to tuck these pins in the stupidest locations and make it as hard as possible. If it's super windy, they're just going to plant the flag in the middle of the green. That's mm-hmm. how they set it up. at every every RNA setup is exactly the same way. They'll make it hard if the conditions are easy, and they'll make it easy if the conditions are hard. They're good. like They're not the USGA mm-hmm. when it comes down to it. But with Tiger, like, if, especially if distance doesn't matter as much.
1: Which I think is correct.
3: Which you think is correct. And then you're just going to be left with a bunch of shots from 130 and in. Why can't Tiger do that?
1: He, that's what I'm saying. Can he? Yes. But I guess that I would, I would like him over Bryson, to your point that you brought up. Because of the Bryson factor, I think he needs way too many shots in the bag. And he's the distance is the biggest factor. Sure, he can lag putt. But the other thing about Tiger is that like the putter matters. We've talked about this all the time. We do it with the best ball strikers in the world. We do it with Willie Z. We do it with Morikawa. And we do it with Justin are you worried about Are you worried about Tiger's putting?
3: Correct. I am not. I, I would be. I am not that's where. That's
1: the only reason I would count him out of a birdie fest is because that's what's been letting him down in these past ones. We, we see Tiger go up a notch, drop back, go one step, take two, three back. Why? Because of the putting, usually. And if you look at this, the sense of, is he a great putter all time? Absolutely. He's probably one of the best in the world. But I'm saying that here, we do it with the best ball strikers. You're leaning on his ball striking to be what would keep him in it, regardless of conditions. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that he doesn't need as much distance. I like the fact he knows the course inside and out the chess game of a golf player that he is, all of those factors. But what will worry me is that everyone thinks that just because someone has 130 in that they're putting it to three feet every time no. and then able to tap it. And not saying you are, I'm just, in general, I think that the lag putting will still be an issue. Like it's still, it'll be up there and he still has to make a bunch of putts. That, that can hurt somebody.
3: See, I, I would say that the lag putting is the least concerning for me. I think that's something that he, that will, even... It's even, like the five footers. I'm saying because may, may, in, maybe I, I so. he has to make them. And listen, I, I feel like that's a coin you can make, like I said, with Rory, you can make that same case for Rory that he sucks from five feet. Mm-hmm. And if he's missing his five-footers, then he's not going to win. Like, if you're not making your five-footers, you're not going to win. And when it comes to lag putting, I do think the Tiger has significant advantage on the field here versus your average guy.
1: Right, I'm saying, but because you're everyone's saying, because like, you were, you were trying to just frame up is that if he's in the middle of the fairway and he's good to go and he knows these shots and he can make it happen, I'm saying he's still going to have to lag putt a considerable amount. I'm not concerned about his lag putting. That's a skill set. I'm saying, it, can he make enough putts over four days because if, you're all, if you have all those putts, you're going to have all these 5 to 10 footers we talked about. Those are my issue. Those are what have been taking them out of these other majors, having them have issues over the course of it. So I would worry more about that than anything. All, all the other stuff seems to set up well, but there's just so many other guys that you can play above and below. Leaving for my
3: bachelor party in Las Vegas tonight for three days. Any advice? Three days, way too long for Vegas? a Vegas
2: bachelor party.
1: Three days, two nights. would be good.
2: Don't, don't buy drugs off guys on the strip.
1: There's Paul's advice. Um,
2: Because you won't get drugs. You'll get something else. They're just stealing your money.
3: No, there you go. It's a value play. (laughs) It's a value proposition at the end. Paul's
1: been there, it sounds
3: like. Uh, I don't know about that. I probably just heard some stories. But um, I can only do bachelor parties for one night now. I'm too old to do two nights. Vegas, three days, two nights is good. Three nights, too long. I mean, I don't like going to Vegas for three days anyway. Even two nights. Like... it's not that I'm over Vegas. It's just I get too tired. I'm too old. I get too tired. See,
1: we, we talked about it earlier. That's why you can't wait to see Phil down the stretch on Sunday. I, you That's an insane take by you. <laughs> it's not. He's very popular in the world, of course. Like I said, almost a PIP winner. I'm saying, say, would it excite the people watching the show as much as you think? Yes, I do.
3: I do think. Because you, I, I, you don't like golf in that way. Most people who watch the show are giant golf fans. So people have allegiances to Tiger I'm and I'm not Phil. a
1: golf fan. Wow. I mean, like... I love golf.
3: I, I get that you love golf, but, like, did you always love golf? Like, did you grow up loving
1: golf? Not particularly, but... And I'm saying that most people watching this show probably did. Maybe they did. I just, when we argued, I guess, the, the do the, do a tweet after of the power rankings for the live guys people would want to see. I tried that. I got no engagement off of it. Okay, I was going to say, because, like, DJ, Brooks, Bryson, Reed, Phil, would that be the guys you put on the list? Louie, who cares? We could leave DJ off. But I, I don't know. I would put it between, like, Bryson... Brooks, Reed, Phil, and one other that you pick, DJ. I guess. If
3: I, you- no, I would say DJ, Brooks, Bryson, Sergio, and Reed. Those are the five guys.
1: I feel like Cust wants to see Phil, and that would tell. I mean, I want to see know. Phil too. I definitely.
3: I just think he's going to play like absolute dog shit, yeah. so I, he's not going to be there. That's the
1: other reason what I think matters in people wanting to see someone down the stretch. How have they been playing? They suck. Yeah, but if he's playing well, if it's coming down the stretch, he's clearly playing well. Yeah, people liked it at the PGA Championship when he won. Yeah, they no, loved it. I wouldn't like. It. I don't. I don't care about it.
3: People, more, more people were far, far, more people were interested in Phil than Brooks that week, coming yeah. down the stretch, and they were playing like together. People love Phil. And they did love Phil. Now <laughs> he gets to play. Now he gets to dress in all black.
1: <laughs> yes, he does, and yeah, he'll be there, man. He skipped the champions dinner too, so the be that storyline would be up on the, the headlines.
3: Any thoughts on this David Carey character? Only 57-round distance like Bryson, five pro wins, min price. I literally don't know who that is. No.
1: David Carey? Maybe play John Perry instead. He's in the field.
3: You should play Jim Carey, net detective of the Jim Washington Carey. Capitals. <laughs> Former yeah. Calder Calder Trophy winner Jim Carey. Oh, god. He may have won the Vesna that, that year, actually. too. Yeah, I
1: was going to say the goalie. <laughs> oh,
3: man. Who are your top sleepers on your top mid to low tier? I mean, if you've watched the fucking show, you know that pass thoughts on thomas peters like thomas peters yeah wise versus the wildlife network tiger moronk and fox i like moronk and fox better than wise
1: fox for me
3: age and experience is so important etc bland donaldson people with experience at st andrews anyone else if you're gonna play that angle and you really do think that matters Lee Westwood is very clearly that guy. I don't. Th- I'm not playing Westwood, yeah. but if you want to like go digging for Bland or Donaldson, like Westwood's the better, better version of those guys. Yep. He's a former number one player in the world.
1: I would, I would agree with you, yeah. I, I don't have interest in Even, them, po- even so. Poulter over those guys. And I think Poulter's going to be terrible. Gosh, he was so bad last week. Oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't know what happened there, but he hadn't been great anyway before that, but I, just, I, I thought he would have something to prove last week, and he definitely did not. For one and done,
3: debating burning a live guy or Tiger. Would Tiger be sneaky or stupid? I mean, I, I think Tiger's going to have a good week. If you have DJ available and that's the route you want to play, or Louie, I'd rather play those two guys than Tiger. Yeah, same. Pat Tambo, now that Brooks has essentially shit the bed this year, is the Mac Hughes, Brooks Kepka of Canada valid comparison or are we just short sighted?
1: Mm, I don't know about that one. I would compare Mac Hughes like you did earlier to like a Spieth, We Canadian Spieth or something, but uh, you know, or um, Cam Smith style, but Brooks Kepka at eighty five hundred we talked about earlier. I, I think he's interesting.
3: Do you have any thoughts on top amateur? Aldrich Portgeiter five to one. I have no thoughts on any of the amateurs.
1: No, I don't have it up either, sir, or else I would comment. But uh, there was one that somebody liked that I saw and trust that I was interested in, but I don't know.
3: I have no thoughts on that. Yeah,
1: I don't care that much. As
3: the last sure. player in high-dollar single entry with ownership and non-factor, I can fit in one of Homa and Neiman and one of Peters and Fox. Who do you like out of those pairs? For high stakes, I'd probably go Neiman-Fox. Uh,
1: yeah, I like that. I like Fox for sure, so I'd pick, your, pick your poison on the other side, but I do like Fox. Yeah,
3: I like Neiman more than I like Homa. Do you think that playing with Tiger affects Helma? Because I think it actually does. He's the, he's the right type of personality to be affected by that. Like it, he, I think he'll settle in, but I can see him being very overwhelmed starting out.
1: Do you think um, Fitz wins the group?
3: <clears throat> Fitz probably wins the group, yeah.
1: Like, I'm just, even round one, just curious.
3: I mean, I can see Tiger playing really well. I mean, T- I think Tiger's best chance for, like, a great round. That's why I don't hate Tiger first round leader. Like, if he's going to have a round, I feel like it's round one. Like you said with Bryson, like he's got everything going. He's, the, he's, he's the, healthy. Uh,
1: he's the underdog. I just looked it up. He's plus two forty. Tiger is yeah. Holmes plus two hundred and Fitz is plus one fifteen. I mean
3: that those are fair odds. Tigers they are act. fair.
1: All yeah. that makes sense on paper. I'm just saying if you like what you like. I also don't know about first round leader. Like that would be. I just think if the you know especially if the wind is down for some guys, there's going to be some crazy scores on day one. I think it was if you go back to 2005 when Tiger won, by the way, but it was, you know, not to make that comparison now. we just sort of went through Tiger, but uh, I think he was like minus seven first round leader after day one. Then he was like minus 11 after day two. And then whatever happened on Saturday, the wind picked up, whatever was minus 12 after three rounds. If we see something like that this year, I could definitely see that being a possibility. That's where uh, someone will go low on day one. I just don't know if it'll be Tiger this time.
3: Is anyone using Billy Horschel? No. You included?
1: I, I don't have interest in him, no. Kurt Kitiyama? Have some interest in him, yeah. Played, played well last week and popped up at some other spots that I looked at. Nothing crazy, but he's a guy that's definitely interesting.
3: Ride the form with Trey Mullenix? No. No? We're not doing that? Not doing that. Uh, thoughts on Wise? Thoughts on Brooks? We've been through that. Any love for Harris English? Looks to be getting back into form. It was between him and Webb for me, and I decided Webb, of like that type of guy that I want.
1: Yeah. I couldn't, like even when I boosted up English – to say, like, he's a better player than he has been or give him, like, back to his old form style stuff. it just couldn't get there with the guys that are above and below him.
3: Pick two, Fleetwood, Young, Gooch, Reed, or Power? I mean, just objectively, Fleetwood and Gooch.
1: I like Fleetwood Power. Okay.
3: Kepke has been trash. All right, we've been doing we, – we're enough about Brooks. I feel like we're we, – We're done on Brooks. We're if you want to play
1: Brooks. him, you can play him. Like I said, going to be 4%. So if you want to play him, 8500 bucks. play him.
3: Morikawa or Spieth? Spieth. Spieth. How much DK ownership on Seamus Power before he becomes too chalky? I mean, he'd have to get to, like, 17%, 18%. I don't think he's going to get up there.
1: Yeah. 15 plus, I think.
3: Remember to subscribe to the newsletter, and I'll have my projections for everyone that I think is going to come in oh. over 15% in that. Completely free to join. All the final plays are going to be in there as well. Play in the listeners' League. Links down in the description. Fox McIntyre. Who is your pick out of the two? I prefer Bobby Mack. I, I prefer Fox. Okay. Do you think Poston can sustain his recent success? No. No. Different different circumstance, I think.
1: Oh, all big time, yeah. I mean whatever, we'll see. But I, I just it's not I'm not interested.
3: Pick one. Hideki, Zalatoris, DJ, Homa, Finao, or Neiman? DJ? It's
1: DJ or Matsuyama? Yeah, I was gonna say Deki. The more we've talked, I think Decky's going overlooked for sure. Yeah. And I think you want him over Hovland, like we talked about, so, so like he, did his game really disappear? It didn't. This this is what I like about
3: this is one of my favorite types of questions. Sahith appears to have been the creativity for the course and is not being talked about. How many Sahith questions have we got so far? Like eight? Yeah. Nine? A bunch. People are not, people like Sahith Tagala. They really do. And they, they want to play him. You can make up any
1: sort of narrative that you want. You might be right about it. And he might only be four or 5%, even yeah. with all those questions. The point is, and, more, and likely is, because you've got other guys there. It just depends how you're playing it and, and what you want to do. It's your money.
3: What number would Hovland outright have to get to to entice you? A lot. 100 to 1? One? I was going to say 80 plus. What's hey, he at it, it's like
1: getting there. It's getting to 80. What's he at? I, I see 50. see 50? Even with the each way extra, let me look. I think if you... Uh, 70. Woo. That's that, why I said 100. Cause but I, Bur- Burns is also 70 there. Bur- I'd rather Burns. Yeah, I would take Burns. I'm not
3: there. using either one of those guys, but I would prefer Burns to Hovland this week. What's Hovland here? Vick? Burns is
1: just such a good putter, too, man. Like that's that's the big difference.
3: And his tee to green has just been way more consistent. Like Vic has just been bad, like straight up bad. Yeah, Burns at that number is pretty crazy. Uh, Louis or Dustin? I mean, I bet Louis, so Louis.
1: Yeah, well, I've got more Louis, but Dustin, like I said from start of the week, is still interesting at ninety two hundred on DraftKings. Danny Willett top ten? I'm not playing it. I don't. Li- I don't like it. Yeah. Come come around on that. There's just too
3: many other guys there. Oh, this is an easy one for me. Would you end your lineup with Reed and Wise or Power and How Tong? Power and Hautong. Oh, yeah. Power and Hautong. Tong, yeah, I like that. Anything including Finow is a waste of money. He's not making the cut, streaky player that can't finish. That is not a question, sir. Unfortunately, you're
2: banned for life! <laughs>
3: Oh, if you are looking to win a 20 max lineup contest, how many players do you play across the
1: board for all of your lineups to do that? As many as you want or as few as you want. Exactly 17. <laughs> I like that question is worse than the one before. Maybe the, I know the other one was a comment, but like, it's no, there's no set number. That's the worst question in DFS. How many do you put in your player pool to win? There, some people do it with 96 very successfully. Some people do it with 20. <laughs> there's yeah, pick, no answer. Pick your poison. It's risk versus reward is what it is. All right. Rapid
3: fire, because we're getting into an hour 30 of this now. Ready? Yep. And if we've answered this question before, I'll just refer you to earlier in the show. Ryan Fox, already done that. Web or power? Power. Power. What will the winning score be? Minus 16. Minus 18. Could Hideki's last tournament be as a PGA Tour? Is this Hideki's last tournament as a PGA Tour player? I would say yes. Sounds like yes. Uh, Maybe I missed it. Uh, Can you explain what an each way bet is? Just fucking use Google. It's super easy, shockingly enough. Single entry, do you like Spieth Homer or JT Power? I like JT Power. And Too slow. J T
1: Power, yeah. That's, that does sound like a law firm.
3: Um, love the content, guys. How r slash would you construct a cash lineup this week? Go back to 33, 37 for the play of the plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, favorite player from every range. Okay, you can fuck right off. There's cheat sheets everywhere. Mine's up on DKNation.com. Check that out.
1: I yeah, can tell. I yeah, can tell, you can tell, can tell when Edgy. it's getting there, yeah. These
3: are good ones. Sink or Kitayama? sink i like kitty homicide cam young has shot 20 i don't need your fucking shit thoughts on him missing the cut at plus 150
1: cam young yeah go ahead
3: fine. yeah it's fine reed or gooch 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 which irishman lowry or power i'll take the guy who's 22 to 1 to win the tournament
1: lowry both actually
3: thoughts on patty harrington i'll no. pass does john daly have a chance no <laughs> good questions people not bad that's
1: ones. a very bad question no
3: When I look at 72, 73, I see model elites like Bradley, Varner, Mito, Munoz. But to me, I keep getting drawn to Reed and Gooch. Isn't Reed the kind of guy to go out and win this thing regardless of statistics? I would say
1: yes. Yes, I like that. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Any love for Thigala? See? No, no one has talked about him ever. So you're the only one, Evan Gossett. You're the guy. (laughs) In single entry, is taking more long shots a good idea or staying closer to the chalk? I feel like it's somewhere in between that.
1: Yeah. I gave you the perfect example, but if you just do the, do your Rory X lineup and you like it, then go swap it to Morikawa and Rom, and you're unique enough, even if you are on the chalk at the 7K range and stuff. so it's up or, to you. or you
3: can, actually, Scheffler Fitzpatrick works exactly that 2v2 as well.
1: Does it? Yep.
3: Actually, it's cheaper. It's $200 cheaper. You could use Scheffler Spieth instead of Rory Xander.
1: Might be onto something.
3: That's one right there. And, you know, I like Scheffler. I, I think I've decided to bet Scheffler as we've talked through this.
1: What if Rom just smashes Scheffler? It happens. Scheffler misses the cut. Rom is going overlooked. I, yeah, Scheffler's going to be lower owned. Well, you say that it's Rom's close. being overlooked.
3: Scheffler's the number one fucking player in the world.
1: Yeah, this and year, No one wants to this use year, him. This year he is. Well, what year are we playing this? Yeah. I just mean that you got to sometimes look at the long term. It's still
3: a major. Sure, but I mean, we all love Scheffler long term, and the big knock against him was much like it was for Cantley and much like it was for Xanders. Oh, dude, just can't fucking close. Now that he can close, and he's won four tournaments. Pass the torch to Willie Z. Yeah, Willie Z's the new guy like that. When he went, uh, If Willie Z wins once, I think we just bet him the next three weeks regardless of the price, because that's just what happens now.
1: Remind me of that, please.
3: Yeah, I will, and then we won't do it. But Any interest in Westwood? No. No. Tiger Homa questions. Tambo, if you were entered. No, it's the same awful question. Tommy Fleetwood is an Everton fan. Okay, I especially don't give a fuck about soccer. You can fuck right off with your soccer shit in my fucking chat. Fuck you! Now I'm mad.
1: Oh man, football, soccer. (laughs) I call it soccer too.
3: How tong or Keith Mitchell? How tong?
1: Yeah, how
3: tong? Anyone feeling the burn this week? No.
1: Burned Weisberger?
3: Yeah. No. Between best top three between we've already been down. We've already given our plays. We don't, we don't need to give you, like, a list of guys between this certain range. There's talk,
1: no tiers on the show. We don't go, like— Yeah, we, we talk through the
3: plays. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence or Kim at 65? I'm using more Lawrence.
1: Yeah, I, I was— Hey, I'm glad you came around. That's what we talked about on the show with Raza, and I was saying maybe by Wednesday we'll change our tune. I, I like the Lawrence play.
3: Thoughts on Nah. Should this fit his game? I think theoretically, yes, but I'm not going to get there. Not, not interested. With low wind, do we just assume Morikawa wins? I mean, it's not a bad
1: angle. Oh, God. <laughs> He does. I'm in trouble.
3: Fleetwood, Neiman, or Mitchell? Neiman. I don't know why Mitchell's a part is of that. Why is Mitchell? Okay.
1: I say, yeah. Fleet, Fleetwood.
3: Who finishes higher, JT or Rom? Hopefully, for my sake, it's JT. I got a feeling it's gonna be Rom. Okay. Fleetwood, Neiman, Mitchell, or Xander Fox Kim? Mm. I think I like Xander Fox Kim more. Kim, Neiman, like, I like Kim. I, yeah, I like I, I, I like too. Kim more than Mitchell. I like Neiman more than Fox, but I like Xander way more than Fleetwood.
1: Yep, yeah, I'm with you on that.
3: Dustin Johnson could win. Thanks for your fucking input, pal. Thoughts on Fitz saying he doesn't really like the course. Don't believe anything the players say, ever.
1: That's what Morikawa said just last year and then won. Yeah.
3: Number one fade of the 9Ks.
1: Uh, Hovland. Even at at the ownership, I can say I won't have... Let's
3: throw Hovland out because everyone's fading Hovland.
1: Yeah, so probably Zalatoris then next? I think it's going to be Zalatoris for me too. That's scary. Yeah, but when you have X, Fitz, yeah, yeah, Smith, Can'tley, Lowry, like his, he has to beat all those dudes. So,
3: top two finishing live guys, Gooch and Louie. I'm gonna say
1: DJ and Louie, the the obvious ones. I think it's gonna pair out that way.
3: Tambo is right. Sergio is shit. Well, that's the whole point. No. People hate Sergio. People have a <laughs> you have to think about the reaction that people generate in other people. It has Bryson to be- creates a
1: reaction. Sergio creates a reaction. DJ creates no reaction. I agree there.
3: Last but Sergio does Sergio
1: create. and Phil require Tiger. No, they don't. I think they do. They, they don't. To get a good They match.
3: absolutely do not.
1: No one's going to care if Sergio's in the mix. People be start. mad
3: that Sergio's in the mix because <laughs> people hate Sergio.
1: Oh, man. This is a bad take. We'll see.
3: No, you, you're I uh, mean, when it comes to, like, the the. the I'm golf. getting kicked off the show. When, when it comes to the golf fandom but side but of this, trust me on this one. I believe you. It's like Feinberg has a better beat on this stuff than all of us do. It's just there's, there's certain levels to it. of. Uh, I think people care way more if Brooks is in the mix than if Sergio's in the mix. You Play DJ and Brooks and you'll be printing money on Sunday. Trust me, Patrick Mayo. That is not a question. You're sure. a fucking band for life. <laughs> Ruining my chat. Uh, uh, how would you rank these guys in order? Smith, Wise, Howtong, Tiger. Howtong, Smith, Tiger, Wise. Jordan Smith. By the Jordan
1: Smith, Smith, Wise, Tong Tiger.
3: Okay. Who has a better chance to win, Justin Rose or Tiger?
1: Probably Tiger. God, that's, that one's even tougher. Um, I'd still lean Rose. I don't think either of them are winning, though, so that's why the question's kind of.
3: Um, oh, this guy said he was trying to be entertaining and not asking questions. <laughs> it sounds like you're fucking banned for life. No one gives a shit what you think, pal. Fuck off. <laughs> JT and Cam or Speed and Xander. JT and Cam.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, for ownership, that's the side. Speed. I, I like that.
3: I like that side objectively better too, because I like JT the best.
1: Okay, I, I I like the other side better, but I think it's just a bad start to your builds.
3: I have Speed, Xander, and Cam all rated very similarly. Yeah. So, and I like. JT and you've got JT
1: over um, Speed. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah.
3: Seamus Power got married on the 18th green at St Andrews. Good narrative to chase. I mean, it worked for Stephen Bonic at the Byron Nelson that year. So, did, yes, I'm in.
1: It did not work for a while for Matthew Neesmith at Hilton Head. So no, sure. but,
3: I mean, does does he own a house nearby? Because that's been a very good someone indicator. Someone does.
1: I forget who owns a house nearby. I wish, oh, God, I'll have to look it up after, but someone does. We back in Cam Young? No. no. Will
3: Z or Homa? Will Z. Yeah. Who's going to win, Band for Life? Maybe I missed it on a previous show. Can you explain each way bets? Fucking Google it! Just type that fucking question into your browser, and shockingly enough, it'll give you a fucking answer. I think that's the end of the show. I concur. Not how I wanted to end it.
1: Uh, it's exactly how I wanted you to end it. That is a great ending, I will say.
3: Tambo, you're live Wednesday evening. You're live Thursday evening on Mayo Media Network, and Run Pure Sports is... On Mayo Media Network Friday as well. I'll be doing the Cut Your Sweat Show on Friday afternoon.
1: Who knows what time, man. Early,
2: yeah.
3: We'll figure it out on Thursday. I'll release a time. We'll do YouTube and Twitter spaces like we did last time. Do we just allow more people? It ruined our YouTube numbers, but a lot of people tuned in on Twitter space. So
1: whatever give take, give take
3: give take i just want people to listen to it come hang uh, it's easy it's easy to do for twitter spaces if you just have your phone yeah. more people can join the conversation that way like while he was on the entire time with us i'll just mute the broadcast which is usually painful anyway and
1: just play it off that so so what else you got going on is the uh Fancy Golf Degenerates, Listeners League full? It's not quite full. No, so they did pump it to 1250, so it's a good call. Fill the, the Mayo Listener League first. It's more money. It's rake-free money. It's everything. Then hop over to ours. It's reduced rake. runpeersports.com. You mentioned it. Do the show. The premium show this afternoon will break down roster construction. Things a little bit more. You can use promo code DGEN50 if you want to sign up there. And then, of course, like you mentioned, I'll be on the Thursday night free show on Mayo Media Network doing the Round 2 Showdown show. Hopefully joining you uh, for the cut sweat show, chasing 100K or sweating it like uh, the PGA Championship so looking to that, do that that, again. that would
3: be nice i i tried to get you on you're like i'm sweating hundred. Sweating it too much it <laughs> hey you
1: won 125k it was a I good day fine. and i was really sweating and it was cam young who we talked about a little bit on the show who had to make that putt down the stretch so uh, hopefully oh, a, po-
3: a porn twitter bot just told me on twitter that i'm looking good
1: oh wow banned for life no no keep that embraced for life yeah good good optimism very happy about good, that. good confidence boost uh sub to the newsletter all the final plays will
3: be in there all the extra links all the shows it's really the the one resource your tidbits will be in there link mega thread this week too yeah yeah i like the the newsletter people like the newsletter i like writing the newsletter i think people seem to enjoy it i like it i try to fill it with the boiled down version of everything that we talked about Mm -hmm. it's like hey if you have three minutes to read something that's what it is like here's the weather here's the ownership here's the bets it's perfect all in one place easy to read good formatting set up well well, that will do it for me. I'm Pat Mayo. Thank you for tuning in to Open Championship Week. It's been a blast. The end of major season is upon us. We'll be focusing more, not more on football going forward, but this is the last mega golf week that we had. Remember to rate five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We need, well, let me check here. We need 51 more reviews to release Cust Corner tomorrow. So take the 10 seconds. Please go do that. Rate five stars on the Pat Mayo Experience, and you might get Cuss and Kenny Kim together tomorrow in your earballs and on YouTube. Highly recommend that you go do that. Congratulations to the giveaway winners! That'll do it for me. I'm Pat Mayo. Thank you all for watching. I'll see you next time.
2: Experience. Experience.
0: This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine.